0: Okay, so here's my question, bubs. Mm hmm. Incest fic or
1: ABO? Oh, the first one.
2: What is ABO?
1: So, ABO stands for Alpha, Beta, Omega. And so, these like create social structures. Like, they don't turn into like dogs and then do it. But sometimes they're like genitalia resembles dog genitalia. But could we do it
0: without the dog dicks? <laughs> Um, And as a cat person, I feel like, you know, I get that cat dicks aren't sexy, like they have barbs on them, whatever, but you know, it feels a little, it feels a little like uh, exclusionary, you know, it's always about dog dicks.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know what you should read? You should read fiction in the Dark Angel realm. Because the characters were these like super um, soldiers built in a lab, basically, mm-hmm. and a lot of their genetics comes from different animals. So the main character and the her unit, like all of the the series that she's from, <laughs> her product series, mm-hmm. they have um, cat DNA. Can only a barbed penis? Well, I've satisfy? got a prospect where um, one of the characters who is also um, a super soldier like her had a Barbed penis.
0: We yeah. need to start the fucking show.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, uh, welcome everyone to May Week again. Um what episode are we on? Shit, 47. We're gonna get to 50 this season.
3: Ooh.
0: Ooh. Woo! Woo! Um, we are a dumb/slash smart podcast covering the hundred. Um, right now we are on season five, uh, episode number nine, though we do cover some other shows. This week I am joined by Shaheen and Bubs. Hey guys. Um, hi, hello, how are you?
2: Good. How good. Are you? Everyone's
0: good. All right. Awesome. Um, you can. You've already found our podcast. if You're listening to us. But if you, you know, somebody gave it to you, like on a mixtape, like you know, or like bootlegged it for you, uh, you can go to <laughs> mayweegeekagain.com, and that'll redirect you to our SoundCloud. You can also come yell at us, Joe. What is a mixtape? <laughs> I feel like some me? of our listeners may need. Oh. To- Okay, so a mixtape is like when someone sends you a Spotify playlist, except it used to be a physical thing, that if it broke, that was it. How's that? Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, cool.
2: Well, YouTube calls it a mixtape, so Do everyone that? knows what it is.
0: I thought it was called a playlist.
2: No, but it makes you, YouTube AI makes you your own uh, mixtape. Based oh, that's on what very you've been sweet. The to.
0: computers are so so adorable in trying to get in yeah. my pants.
2: I mean, the, if, dude, the first time that happened, I felt like I had a partner. I was like,
0: oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> did you grab the mannequin hand from under your bed and <laughs> hold it in bed? It was
2: like hugging my computer. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. If if this is your first time listening, you should just get used to our little uh, diatribes and interludes. Um, what are you guys drinking today?
2: I'm drinking nothing. I was drinking tea um, up until we started.
0: Oh yeah, housekeeping announcement. Shaheen is sober this episode. It is the yeah. first time it has happened. Um,
2: yep. So you've heard stone Shaheen. You've heard drunk Shaheen. You've heard stone drunk Shaheen. And now you're gonna hear the sober Shaheen. So who knows? Maybe this is the best Shaheen.
1: I guess there's only way to one way to find out. <laughs> one way to find
2: out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, Maybe
2: he's a jackass. You'll find out today. Hmm. And you're like, how the fuck have I been friend with this asshole?
0: I feel like you're a little spicier when you're sober. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of excited. Like I'm, I'm curious. Like I'm, I'm really, I'm wondering where we can go with this. How we can play with this, with this, right. chicken. Bubs, what are you drinking?
1: Um, so I bought four beers from the grocery store. Um, I had one how earlier. Do you buy
2: four beers. What? How do you buy four beers? What do you mean? They come in packs of six. No, you you can buy like four individual ones.
1: I just pulled them out of the packs.
2: (laughs) Are you allowed to do that? Like, yeah, like you left a six pack with two beers in it in the fridge?
0: Yeah, like in a bodega and stuff. Yeah, people do that shit. That's a New York thing, maybe.
2: I think I would get my ass kicked if I did that here.
1: <laughs> it's like in Father of the Bride where he um, decides it's unfair that the hot dogs to buns ratio are not even, so he starts like pulling out bun like four buns from each bag, which doesn't I mean, make that's... any sense. But like,
0: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Um, so what beers have you had, and which so one are you on now?
1: I had one a peak organic brewing. It was only four point six percent. It was just like. While what I was the fuck finishing you even doing my rewatch, that's just that's just you like rehydrating. <laughs> it's just water. Basically. That's just water. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm, I'm drinking now the Stone Delicious IPA, um, which is made in my hometown. How many percentages? It's seven point seven. <laughs> okay, let's better. do this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then you can drink some some of the other beer later to rehydrate.
1: Yeah, I have yeah. like a, a root beer beer. Ooh, which is it not your father's or which one? Ooh. It might point? be not your father's. Okay. I don't remember though. And then I think uh just a laffe
0: or a lef, however people say it. Darker or, or light?
1: Blonde.
0: Ooh, I love the blonde.
1: Mm-hmm. Me too. Um
0: All right. Um I guess we should we should get into the episode, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Are you gonna tell him about Twitter and Facebook and stuff?
0: Wait, did I not do that?
2: No. Oh, no, I don't think
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I didn't want to wrangle. All right. You can find us. You can come yell at yell yell at me on Twitter. Um I sometimes check the Facebook account. Um, is that it?
2: Yeah, we're on SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes. Reddit. Um we... Maybe Geek Again at gmail dot com. Yeah,
0: yeah. Come come get and at us. And we post
2: on Reddit, so come. We we comment. do post
0: on Reddit. Um it's weird when like Someone on Twitter will like say that they found us on Reddit and I'm like, what the fuck?
2: Mm. What the fuck people.
0: It's weird. And it's, it's weird.
2: weirder on Facebook because then you know the real name and you're like, what the heck?
0: I know, right? Like, ugh. I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't I didn't want that much information about anyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> anywho, um, I guess uh, we will get into this episode and talk about stuff, and everyone but Shaheen will do their jobs and not, you know.
2: Not be sober.
0: sober. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: Sorry, guys. Honestly, honestly. But it's it's an experiment. I mean, you. will No, no,
0: I'm proud of you. I don't mean to like shame you for your, you know, things you. Maybe this
2: will be the best podcast.
0: I I can already tell you that it's not.
2: Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. uh So today we're talking about episode five oh nine. Um. Yeah, not actually episode five. Season five, episode nine. Uh, Sick Semper Tyrannis, uh written by Miranda Kwok and directed by Ian Samoyle. I, is that how you would pronounce that? I
1: think so. I do. All
0: right. Well, sorry, Ian, if I fucked up your name. <laughs> um, we She's saw so nice
1: on Twitter, by the way. Miranda? Oh, my God. She's yeah. so lovely. She does a good job.
0: A delight, a delight. I'm glad that she's sticking around. One of the few that survived the uh, writer's room massacre or suicide, we don't actually know.
2: Calling. culling. Culling.
1: We'll just go with <laughs> yeah. culling. Sometimes after this episode, y- sorry, what? No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, after this episode, it's like, yay, I'm so glad she's staying on. Right? Because it
0: was good. And actually, yeah. that's a perfect segue. What did you guys think of the episode, bubs?
1: Um, I, I think that, like, it had all of the feels. Like, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time, uh, but it wasn't and I felt cheesy so many feels. Things. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there was, like, a little, tiny bits of cheesiness, but it wasn't in a way that was, like, offensive. It wasn't as cheesy was as digestible. last week. It was digestible. Yeah. Um. Maybe not as early. Although men. I didn't I'm think a... last week was cheesy, really, but. I that's... know, I'm
0: a horrible <laughs> person. We established that. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, so, Shaheen, uh, Bubs and I text. just had we liked this episode as our feels, notes. angst yums. Well, you have a fucking like <laughs> college admissions essay. Um, <laughs> care to unpack some of that.
2: Uh, Why should you uh, go to the You wanna spawn? do your feels, I literally angst, yums? said
0: was good spelled G U D and I said maybe maybe a fave.
2: Where's the umlaut?
0: You know, buddy, hey.
3: <laughs> listen.
2: Well you guys say that this is your favorite episode every time. A, is it just five? like every episode is like topping the season previous one? Season five is that problematic be, right? that
1: way. Season five <laughs> is just on fire.
0: Right? Like my least favorite episode was last <laughs> week. And even then I was like, there were like three scenes that I had beef with. Mm-hmm. Um, Like overall, I feel like I still have no fucking idea where the story is going. Mm-hmm. Um, Did we already did, was the rocket like a thing? No, they were still concentrating on the bunker um by this point last season but still like i still don't know at what point we're gonna get our like boom rocket equivalent all right now i'm done now i'm done talking about it now now explain your wall of text that you have in the notes (laughs) Shaheen.
2: so i mean it was a crazy ass episode and um i love the breakneck pace and how like this is a ton of stuff is happening throughout the episode just non-stop um change of course and then change of change, of course. And then... Um, and are you the, liking I,
0: this the season more now? Because I know that you had some, you know, some gripes when we first started.
2: Yeah, I'm, I definitely like it a lot more now. I still don't see what the big fuss is that you guys are making, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like it better than season four. Oh, shit. Not S- better than three or two.
0: Okay, where does it stand with season one?
2: Better than season T- one.
0: Oh, shit. Okay, so like third place.
2: Um, so, yeah, I guess it would be two, three, one. Oh, 3, 5, place. 4. Continue. Wait, did I say it was better than 1? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably a tie with 1. It's very similar to season 1 also in terms of its theme. So maybe it's tie for third place. Or, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So and I love the like the convoluted flowchart of all the terrible plans that they're making and it's like if this plan goes well, then that plan will and then if that doesn't go well, then there's like a yes, no, and then you go over there. Um, it was crazy. And I also like how like every actor, every agent in the story has like their own set of interests and goals and sometimes it's like multiple conflicting goals. And how all these divergent interests and goals interact and collide and, and, you know, how people try to, like, make alliances and, like, and that lasts, like, 10 minutes. And then they had, like, make alliance with another person for 10 minutes. And um, so there's definitely a lot of good payoff for everything that's been, like, slow burning this season. Like, Clark and Maddie, this is, like, the first payoff we really got for Clark and Maddie's whole, like, Clark now only cares about Maddie thing. Mm-hmm. Which wasn't really, like, we we were expecting this, right? That Clark would, at some point, show that um, she would sacrifice anything and everything for Maddie. And she hasn't been doing that so far, so this was, like, a payoff for that. And the whole Dioza and McCrary thing, like, I feel like a lot of stuff is paying off. Um, That being said, um, I do take issue with the haste with which a lot of decisions were made. Mm -hmm. And, um, the way they were left, like, insufficiently justified for me. Um, and again, I have the whole, you know, I, I want things to be, to fall, to flow naturally and necessarily from the character and the, and the situation. And a lot of times there were several instances where, uh, the characters just like abruptly changed the course of action simply because someone said a few words and, (laughs)
0: Are you speaking about Murphy and his like going and speaking to some guy for a few words and then a fist fight <laughs> starts?
2: Well, that's, that's, yeah, that could be. That's one, one. of but them I was, anyway. I was thinking like Clark wanted to kill Octavia and then not killing her. And then, or like Maddie agreeing to take the flame or one crew turning against Indra. Like it sounded like they were going to, that Indra had them and then they turned completely against her. All of this happened like within a few seconds and... All that caused it, like this 180 degree shift, this radical shift in each of these cases, just only happened because someone said a few words. Like Miller said, uh, we follow Octavia. And that was it. Like, that's all it took for them <laughs> to completely change. Um, well, we'll, or we'll talk I don't understand that. the whole Clark wanting to kill Octavia and then not killing her. I, I don't know. So it's, it seems kind of, they the characters seemed clueless and flaky, which I understand it like that's probably how people would be in this situation like they're confused and stressed out Um, but it wasn't really clear to me that that was what's happening like they maybe they could have made it clear that these people are really confused and they're not really sure of the decisions that they're making Uh, and they're just kind of like well I don't know what to do so let's just do this. Um, but it didn't feel that way. It felt like they, they genuinely decided, this is what I'm going to do now. Whereas like five minutes ago, they were going to do something completely different or the opposite of it. And it wasn't clear to me how. Like it was just too much was happening. And so Whenever there's like all so much happening, this is maybe just inevitable because I mean, there's I- not enough time to like let it brew and, you know, come to some sort of conclusion.
0: Yeah, but I also think that like this show does, I mean, for better or worse, also really kind of have a good time with, you know, creating these mobs um, and sort of the whole thing about a mob is that, you know, it's not made up usually of, um, you know, the most rational and, um, you know, uh, careful thinking. Um, So I think by the time you have that sort of like mob mentality, like, you know, it's it's a bit of a shit show and, uh, you know, a, a somewhat of a lost cause at that point. But no, like I, 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 I totally hear your points and I think we can like definitely dive into them, um, you know, mm-hmm. at points while we yeah, talk about it in the episode. Sure. Um,
1: yeah, this show loves mobs.
0: It really does. And yet it cannot write them very well or like, <laughs> like, or write a party very well. Like as soon as you get too many characters, the show just kind of falls apart. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, like this-, this one. I like this mob. Wait, which one? The the one crew or the allegiance mob?
1: Uh, oh, allegius oh, mob. Okay.
2: Um, <laughs> this kind of have... goes uh, ties to my social contract theory stuff. So,
0: yeah. So let's uh, get into the episode a bit more. Um, I guess we should probably start with one crew, unless you guys have strong feelings and want to hit allegiance first.
1: Um,
2: okay with. Um, I'm. I mean, if we st- if we're um, if we can do either, then why don't we do allegiance? Because I just. Gave you a segue.
0: All right. swinging swinging and, and going um all right so let's start with the Allegia storyline um you know sometimes we cover things chronologically in episodes but since these um you know two uh, these this episode had two very distinct you know storylines that never even really met until the end of the episode and that was pretty much just for kane to be like Psst, we're, he actually picked a fight with the wrong side like that was that was pretty much the only the only sort of hint of of the one crew side of things Um, let's talk about, about shit with Allegis. Um, let's see, where, where did we, where did we go with all of this? Sorry, I'm doing a bad job. Um, (laughs) so both of you guys have a note about Vincent. Um, but for Bubs, he is the best pet ever. And Shaheen, you take, you take issue with him being the apprentice.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, like, like, why, why does it have to be Vincent? (laughs) Like, like. Um they they have no shortage of prisoners like why does Abby's apprentice because have to he be, like is a an charismatic impulsive murderer creeper. like what?
0: He's a charismatic creeper. Yeah. yeah. Like do you not want to watch a charismatic creeper? <laughs> like would you want to watch like who's like fucking like
1: like the guy that's um his lungs filled with water. Like yeah. he's a he's
0: yeah. a loyal there's a reason why his lungs filled with water. Standard, it's boring. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea. But you're,
3: giving
0: a, like a,
2: mm-hmm. you're giving me like a, you're giving me an answer outside of the story. So, like, I want an answer within the story.
0: <sighs> you and your fucking stuff that you want. I would like a royalty check for the lion's paw line.
2: That's what you do to my well actually every time. You're like, well, they did it for dramatic effect. I'm like, I know. It's bullshit though. I know they did it for dramatic effect. It's bullshit though. So
1: But Um, no, like I think everyone's kind of like conflicted by the fact that they they like him. Um the way that like conflicted at all. Well, but no, think about like Shaw's like, well, he um he murdered a bunch of people but otherwise he's a really nice guy (laughs) (laughs) like they just like he no it's
2: not just that he murdered a bunch of people he has like fits of murder like he
1: has
2: (laughs) that's what they told us right that like he sometimes that's why
0: he's still in the shot collar.
2: he's like an impulsive murderer like a kleptomaniac but for for murder (laughs) so like
0: (laughs) I mean, like it's a five-finger discount, right? He cut him off, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so, like, like, what, what if that happens when Abby is asleep or when when she's high? Like, that's what we're, that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're <laughs> waiting
0: for, Shane. We're waiting for Vincent to be Vincent. Yeah, that's, that's the exciting. Bullshit. He's uh, just, like,
1: holding it in as best he can. <laughs>
0: Here's the thing. Like, it's gonna, he's gonna, like, Vincent out and either like to protect Abby or Abby's going to get cro- caught in the crossfire. I have a feeling that he's going to like Vincent out to protect Abby, but then like she's going to have to like protect herself from him maybe.
1: And yes. Like, yeah. I think that because that's probably he, what's going to have to happen. He got us. He's kind of just rage. like Yeah, he you know he's like protecting his meal.
0: <laughs> oh, he gets like territorial over it. <laughs> it's like you know when <laughs> the, when Is the lions like play with just, their food. I thought I mean I mean, he I mean seems obviously like, like I want me. him to be a cannibal, but like I think he just cut them off and maybe, like, did something sexy with them. I don't know. We didn't get enough details on that.
2: <laughs> that I'm sorry that, that... Um, meaningful look he gave to Abby and, like, shaking his head, that kind of felt like he's saying, don't do anything. I got it. I, I'm going to do something. That's kind of what I got from his look. It was, like, wait, wait, wait it out. Oh, I'm, at the end I'm of the doing, episode? I have a plan. Yeah, yeah, at the very end.
0: Um. Yeah, I think it was either wait it out or, like, not even, like, like, he was definitely just saying, like, don't fucking start anything, yeah. which I guess would lead one to believe that he had a plan. Right. Um, or, you know, definitely just being protective of her. Like, he's a Hannibal Lecter guy. Like, I kind of get the sense or I hope that, like, uh, like Clarice decided that she never, like, feared Hannibal um, would kill her because they had this sort of relationship that they had built. And, like, maybe, maybe this is what this is, um, you know, a Clarice Hannibal sort of thing. <laughs> No? Yeah, maybe I don't know. That's technically that- a '90s movie reference, but I don't want it to be the '90s movie reference because I already have one planned. Just <laughs> <at> whack
2: <laughs> we can have more than one.
0: We can we can have all of them. Um, Vincent the ethicist, though, Shaheen. Say what? Vincent the ethicist. Yeah. <laughs> Killing someone and letting them die are not the same thing. Were you right. were you pleased?
2: So this is a this is a famous. What is
0: what is bonsai doing? Oh god.
1: He wants <laughs> treats. You're going to get fat. <laughs> Sorry about that. Where were we? <laughs> um
2: killing versus letting die. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a distinction that's, you know, debated in ethics quite a bit, um whether killing and letting die are morally different. Like you can think of it as like so doctors for example and this is coming up in the context of abby being a doctor Mm -hmm. doctors um take an oath to not do harm but the sometimes there's a question as to like what if like in the context of like end of life Mm -hmm. um what is harm Mm
1: -hmm. death
2: with dignity stuff and end of life ethics it's like if you have someone on life support um dnr and right. And so and you pull the plug, that's killing them. Whereas if someone comes into the room, and they can't survive without a life support, and you don't put the life support on, then that's just letting them die. Is there a salient moral distinction between the two? P- pulling the plug on someone who's already on life support versus not putting them on life support to begin with?
0: Are you asking us? Or is that? Yeah, the, the question? What do you um, think?
2: Do you think it's different? Or you can think of, again, of the, the mm-hmm. trolley examples like the first time. I guess that may not be the best, best example, but, well, but like it's, the, yeah. there's like the version where you push the guy and then there's the version where you just, you just let, let him die. Or you can think of like Tan DC versus the massacre, which we talked about. Like they're similar in a lot of ways, but one of the differences is the Tan DC bombing was just letting people die. Mm-hmm. If they were going to die anyway, and you just didn't do anything to intervene. Whereas the massacre was you actively killed them. I mean, And in I that think, case, we definitely feel, I think we feel the difference intuitively. Like we feel like one is much more wrong than the other. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you, do you? Do you feel that way or do you feel like they're the same?
0: I would, I like sort of the, the way that I see it is that the act of killing someone, um, you're saying like from A to B, this is what's happening. Um, like two points that are going to meet me and you and like death is the connection, right? If I walk away to let you die, like, or, you know, I just stand there or something like that, like, there is a chance maybe of a quote unquote, like, act of God that something might happen, like, you get healed, you, you know, die slowly, I don't fucking know, like, mm-hmm. um, and so one of them is like an immediate thing of I have killed you, I have, you know, I'm, I'm killing you until you're dead, mm-hmm. um, or, you know so
2: it's the uncertainty in it maybe okay
0: like because mm-hmm. you're pretty sure like 99.9 percent you're gonna die um if i mm-hmm. walk away like i'm pretty 99 percent sure that you're gonna die but you, you, for whatever reason you still might not but it, like if my goal is to kill you until you're dead then like you know
2: so if you were 100 percent sure that i'm gonna die would that be tantamount to killing me Letting me die?
0: I think that there's also kind of an issue with um, letting someone die in some ways could even be seen as worse um, Mm. if it's painful. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, which then gets into sort of the assisted suicide Mm -hmm. sort of issue of it versus DNR. But like that's, you know, that's a whole other discussion.
2: I mean, this is also important in like discussions about um, charity or like, you know, global poverty and things like that. Um, you know, we feel like, well, some people are living in shitty situations and they're dying and we're not doing anything to kill them, but we're also not doing anything to save them. But we don't feel like we're killing them.
1: So should we alley <laughs> the world is what you're asking. Shaheen is always advocating for alleying
2: the world. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have no idea how we got to alley. <laughs> but you're well, glad you're we're here?
1: like we're leaving, <laughs> we're see- letting people just suffer. Uh-huh. Um, instead of just ending it for them, is what I,
2: I... I, I, said we're letting them suffer, but we, let's say we didn't cause the suffering. Yeah, but um, then you get
0: into the whole thing of how much empathy can I have in terms of, like, my ever-widening circle, and I think that that's probably why we say, oh, it's a bad thing, but, like, nobody actually really does anything t- about it.
2: Yeah.
1: Also proximity. We're far away. We don't yeah. really have to it's, look at it. Know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So there are other factors, but one of them is also the, the distinction, again, between killing and letting die. So it what do seemed, you think? So, yeah. What do you think, Bubs?
1: I, I was thinking about it while you guys were talking. It's just, it is a very complicated thing. Um, I, I think of it like, if it's like a math problem. Like, A plus B equals this. Um, if you take yourself out of the, the equation and it still happens, um, does that mean that you're you're like a null value? <laughs> um, or is it that uh, you had enough control? It's like, it's very complicated. <laughs> I feel like I'm still like trying to like think my head through it.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is very complicated. I mean, one way to think about it is you might think, well, you are morally responsible um for someone's death if you cause their death and no matter how you cause their death you are morally reprehensible for for that yeah because Um, if you rewrite the
1: equation and like you um the person is alive right Mm
3: -hmm. and that's
1: because you added yourself to the equation Mm -hmm. then if you take yourself away out of the equation does that mean right. that now you are like it's causing it? Yeah, exactly.
2: There's, so it's causation by absence, right? And we do use causal language in this way. So, like, we talk about like why did the uh, why did the books um, fall? Well, because the bookend was gone, right? Mm-hmm. There was no bookend, so that's why the books fell. Um, so the the removing the bookend causes the books to fall. Um, but the right? books
1: are what have the potential energy so it's right. like yeah
2: so I it's think. the it's is so it's the absence of the book that's the cause of the thing so we do sometimes think that um lack of something can also be a cause so cause doesn't always have to be a positive contribution it can also be lack of contribution is also caused uh, yeah. it's also called causation um so if you think of it that way then you, it, so the question is like if i don't put someone on life support did i cause their death um versus pulling the life support uh, pulling the plug on the life support
1: mm-hmm. well i think like in that case in in the term in the case of terminal illness um to me it's like a lot more clear-cut um because it's there's clear suffering. The, this person is like not going to get better, mm-hmm. um, and so in I think like there's a humane thing to do, and the person um, at the center of it should have all the control in what that decision should be.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, say they want to live, then yeah. Then by not putting the life support on them, did I cause their death?
1: Um, I would say if if they were in the mind to make that decision, then it was... I wouldn't say you... Ca- I wouldn't say you caused that death... Well, it's hard, because you could say that, like, they were going to die anyways. Um. So, like, I guess you can evaluate how much time you stole from them. Um. But, like, everyone's going to die anyways. Um, well, maybe so, they could have... Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so then, like, but, but then it becomes... It, it's still, like, a... It's still immoral um but maybe it's not so much having to do with the death but having um to do with like taking the decision away from them which is the same thing as like not letting somebody die who is Uh you know suffering and and ready to go is how i feel about it i guess
2: um how did you feel when um either of you guys how did you feel when um What's her name? What's his name? Walter White let um, Jesse's girlfriend die. I
1: didn't see that. Do you remember that. that scene? I mean, I remember it. Um, what Can you um, lay it out for me? Because so I didn't see was, that yeah. So she was, yeah. She was ODing. It's,
2: it's good because it's related to what you said because it's no. there's no choice involved. So she was on heroin mm-hmm. and passed out and then she uh, threw up um, and she wasn't on her uh, side Uh. Um, she was on her back so she threw up and she was um, like suffocating and uh, and he had a chance to save her and he he even got up and and moved towards her to save her and then he stopped and he was like never mind
1: and And then she died is the background of this that like I guess it it depends like why (laughs) It, this is like tricky one. Um, I'm assuming he did it for Jesse, yes, because she In was his mind. a bad influence.
2: Yeah, he thought he was doing a good thing for Jesse, yeah. which you know is bullshit. But I...
1: <laughs> well, because he he didn't really care about this girl. I'm assuming, um, so right. her, he didn't value her life equally as his life. Um, which, like, I well, that understand would already be wrong. Well, yes. <laughs> but but like think about like if it if it was like your brother and, and this is like someone who is influencing them and who um every time like your brother is trying to turn the corner and like make better decisions, um, this other person drags them down again. Um Perhaps honestly, Dioza
0: and Kane and Abby, you know? <laughs> just to <laughs> just to borrow
2: what if we take these all these other variables out of it so let's just say you're walking on the street and you see a heroin addict choking on their vomit no i would Um, save them is the question is if you don't save them if you walk away is that equivalent morally to killing them?
0: yeah um I don't think we're gonna get an answer here, Shaheen. I feel like <laughs> you're having a good time and
2: I know we're not gonna get an answer, but we're just talking about it.
1: I think that if you're of like so I can see somebody coming upon that and being like freaked out and like f- not handling it because they freaked out and just walked away and I can like understand like freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um if you're in the mind and you're like well, this is just, like, a shitty drug addict, and then you walk away because you're like, the world could use less of them. Then I feel like... I think that you are, um... So intention matters. I th- Well, I think this is why Yeah, we have, this is um, like Bob's
2: intentionalism. <laughs> like, in, everything I'm, is intention. Intention
1: is very, very important. So I think it's why, like, intention... It's why we have, like, first-degree murder, second-degree murder, first-degree manslaughter. Like, there's, um... And I feel like this is, like, reckless endangerment, maybe? Like, it's, I don't know. Uh, Capital Chick is the one that knows all the legal <laughs> stuff. But, like, yeah. I, I think right here it's, it's like, um, active carelessness um, with a life. Because you are there. Um, there is something happening. And you are able to do something about it. And you are choosing not to. And so, in a sense, like, it's not like you don't have the tools to assist this person. And like I mean like you just pick up the phone and call nine one one. Um and then they'll tell you like how to help. Um if yeah. you can.
2: Um I mean so, it's not complicated, you just have to roll them over.
1: So Yeah, well,
0: s- not everybody knows that. Well, so wait, so if Abby doesn't treat McCreary having the technology and knowing that he's gonna die without it, is he She's
1: going against her Hippocratic is she Oath hurt or... or her um yeah, Hippocratic yeah. Oath? But um,
0: we also know that he's a crazy person and will likely kill a bunch of people. So, does the Hippocratic Oath extend to all of her patients? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. That is that, a yes. Then it becomes You're a trolley not, problem. The
2: doctor is not supposed to decide whose life is worth saving. Unless it's a triage situation. True. And people get in trouble kind of even for triage.
1: I don't think they should.
0: Speaking of killing people. <laughs> Let's move along to the uh, Shaw storyline um, or at least the sort of discussion that they had, which on the one hand was actually kind of cool that we had like Murphy, you know, in a discussion with, you know, three very smart and capable chicks, um, though my issue with it was, as, as you guys also noted, um, Echo not thinking of like Raven's idea or like being all murder happy sort of felt a little weird. Um, yeah. and out of character because she's like normally super smart but 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 I like realize it's that been
1: so long since she's gotten to kill somebody Joe
0: if she <laughs> if we accept that <laughs> she, she and Raven banged on in space then her like focus on the murderiness could just be seen as jealousy but I don't think that that's true I just think oh. that
1: they like oh okay so no um, you slacked this and I was like huh you're like, so they, they were together on the arc. And I was like, wait, did I, like, miss something? And then, like, um, Tony's um, captions, um, photo recap, that's what it's called. Um, she brought it up, too. And I was like, okay, what did my straight goggles miss? <laughs> well, so, no. like, what is, what is this? Is it just, like, maybe that you can perceive it as jealousy and she just kind of wants to get so-and-so out of the equation well like not even jealousy at that point more of like an over
0: sort of protectiveness and like a past jealousy if you will like no one's good enough for raven but like less about this scene and more about the scene like way later when they're when they're trying to all leave with kane and um and What's a uh, Shaw was like, No, I'm staying, and you know, Raven's like, the fuck You're not, you're going. And then, and then Echo like gets up in his face, and they like get into this fucking like pissing contest about like one of them's gonna kill the other one. And I was like, That's that's like, I mean, I get that you and Raven are besties, Echo, but like, that's a little like, you know, jealous ex lover, like, you know, shooting the stink eye at, at, at new peace. <laughs> um, at least that's what my heart wants. <laughs> But anywho,
2: yeah, that's an interesting read on it.
0: I don't think we'll ever get confirmation of it, but uh, like I what? like I told Bubs, um, I would give up Becco for con- confirmation. Do you that...
1: really ship Becco? <laughs> I thought you didn't.
2: I thought you only shipped Becco to get a rise out of Bubs.
1: That's the one.
0: <laughs> My Becco shipping is like like seventy three percent. Because <laughs> I it candles bothers you or shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I still like support Balark or whatever. Um, it's, it, but also like, I mean, I, they are two tall, sexy, attractive people. I don't care that they make out.
1: Um, I, I wish I could be like normal about it. I wish I could just be like, oh, it's, it's, it can just be like hot waltz there. I can't though. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I'm like pathological, like against it. Um, well, so god, apart I from
0: Echo's out of character moment of not realizing, um, you know, the killing or whatever, uh, not not the greatest plan. Um, Murphy starts some shit.
1: Oh my god, he was he was magnificent. Like he would make the best <laughs> poltergeist, and I I thought he reminded me of. Have you guys seen Anastasia, the cartoon? I uh, I, I remember have, yeah. it, but I never saw it. So, in Anastasia, in the beginning, um, there's this part where Rasputin um, sells his soul to um, bestow a curse upon the royal family. And so, when he does this, there's, like, this cool scene where his like, all of his flesh is torn off and he's just, like, a skeleton until he gets his, like, evil body. Um, And then, like, he sends out this curse into the world and it's these little, like... um, green um mist creatures that like start um pandemonium basically across russia okay or whatever russia was called back then um and so it just reminded me of like murphy just like going to the different places and just kind of like sewing um what's it called discord yes exactly (laughs) Um, and so it was just like, it was amazing. I was, and I just like, Maury must've been like, so wet the whole time.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Did and you have so- any, any, any thoughts on, on Murphy's sort of return to form Shaheen?
2: Um, I was, well, which part of it? Cause I have a thing about when, when he throws the rock and I and I also felt like when the part where he s- said I have to I have to stay, it's Abby. I, oh, I don't. I have, to, yeah. mm-hmm. I have. no idea why he did that. It seems way out of character.
0: Yes. Yes. We'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to Murphy staying. Like we'll we'll hit okay. that a little bit. So Eddie.
2: you're talking about him. Um, Stirring up the fights. Yeah,
0: beginning to yeah. stir up the fights. And then, um, you know, we have him talking with McCreary, um, which you, you have a note on, on your line um, that it could be a little bit different.
2: Yeah, because like McCreary is like, if you're telling the truth, then you should run. You should get your friends and run. And then he's like, if you're lying, and I thought it's going to say, well, then you should also run, which would have been. More fun than what it was a re- it,
0: it was the one sort of awkward line because then he was like, "Then it's your blood that's gonna spill," and you're
2: like, "Yeah,
1: okay." Then it's
2: your blood that's shit. Some,
1: yeah, I was just well, kind of like, "Eh." My issue with that was like, why would he ever tell McCreary that he can remove the collars? Like, that's so stupid. Because yeah. like he could have easily betrayed him. Like there has there had to have been some kind of leverage. Like they're so similar, and it made me even think about like their haircuts are like almost the same. <laughs> Like they have the same look. Um and, and also like side side note made me think how, how like Bellamy looks a lot more like Kane and is acting like kind of more like Kane. Oh, um I don't know if there's like some weird thing about like Floppy anyone who haired, had like a makeover do-gooders. and like yeah, like seeing how like what character also had that look and who they're paralleling. I don't know if there's something there. Um but still, so like yeah, I didn't I I didn't I was like shocked to find out that he told him about the collars. I mean, they don't say it, but I'm assuming, since McCurry says, get your friends and go. Well,
2: well, he, I, yeah, I think, didn't Murphy even mention it explicitly? He said, we'll take off the collars and we'll run. That was the deal, or something? But anyway, yeah, I think he did tell McCurry, and I think that it makes sense, because that's the only way that their original deal makes any sense. Because Murphy said, hey, take us, pretend like we're prisoners, take us to the to the camp and if they had if they had no way to escape that would have been a stupid like why would murphy want to do that so but it
1: was more that he was trading um not killing mccreary for mccreary helping them get raven
2: i know but how are they gonna get raven if they can't take off the collars
1: has like access to things he can technically like get the collars off and things like that
2: so, but then the deal would have to be: you get us in ca- into the camp, and then you have to also help us get out.
3: Yeah.
0: But
2: that wasn't the deal. The deal was just get us to the camp.
3: <laughs> we'll
0: figure
2: and out then the rest. You go your way, and so then McCreary would be like, "What the fuck? Why so, the fuck would you want to be prisoners?" Was to think and that then- they
1: were stupid. That's unrelated. what. Like, that's what made sense to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, un- unrelated to McCreary thinking they're stupid. Um, the the part where he where they mentioned that he was the alpha dog. Right? Mm-hmm. Was, was that, like, did anyone else get, like, an ABO, like, vibe, like, call out <laughs> on, on that? No. Was There's it now that you mentioned So, so just
1: me, then. Cool. How many do you read? Huh? How, how, how many ABO fix do you read? <laughs> like, none. I nope <laughs> the like fuck out
0: well-versed. every single fucking time. When I don't read the tags, then you read, and you're like, oh, nodding.
1: Deuces. You, you don't like reading about, um, Klexa Pups? Uh, no, just pups in general, mating. Supercorp pups.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When you say it like that, it actually sounds really cute. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, um, neat. (laughs) Cool, so I'm glad that I was the only one. Um, I want to talk about one more thing, uh, and then we will get into your social contract theory, Shaheen, because I feel like that's kind of where our big discussion is, uh, apart from, you know, is letting someone die, killing them. Yeah. Um, you have a note that says shaven, uh, feels a little forced. And yeah, I um, don't disagree. Like they're selling it real hard. Mm-hmm. And there was it's that.
3: It's not moment. a slow
1: burn. <laughs> it is not a slow burn. I mean, and like
2: the weirdest thing about it is that they kind of, they had, it seems like they had no time for them to just have like a nice flirty conversation. So every time they're, they're flirting is it's mixed with threats of death. Well, shah and
0: asked for a normal conversation uh, she was like not today
2: right but then they they like it's it's so schizophrenic because they're like sleep uh, they're like she's like i'm gonna kill you and then they they smile and it's like well they won't they i'm like what the heck is going like they have to separate those times like there has to be some times when it's just soft and nice and and sexy and then times when she's like get the fuck out of maybe here maybe that's or their kill thing you. though shaheen <laughs> it's like it's like they just didn't have time they wanted all of this to happen right away and so like it's, it feels a little forced
0: honestly the weirdest thing for me was after they were done with their conversation um, they like the camera stayed on them like they were both in, both in frame like looking at each other for like two or three seconds of complete silence it felt like a soap opera where like you know, before the commercial break or whatever, they like <laughs> leave the camera on them for like half a minute while they just stare at each other. Except like obviously like it wasn't for that long, but it was long enough that I was like, Who sits in the quiet staring at each other like that? Like <laughs> like I
1: like are they made like I get that Somebody this is heart who eyes, but Oh, I was gonna ruin your head, Cannon, so I'll Oh,
0: I'm front. sorry, go ahead. Someone who
1: Oh no, I was gonna say someone who hasn't gotten any in six years, but then I was like, Oh right. Recco.
0: <laughs> it would have been nice. Um Let's
2: Someone c- who's not bothered by awkward silence.
0: Ugh, I guess.
2: I don't I don't think silence is awkward.
0: No, silence isn't awkward, but when you're just staring at the other person,
1: like Yeah, no staring. It
0: was the staring
2: <laughs> that got me. It was I, was
1: like, oh. I have a friend who went to like a she's like really she moved to San Francisco. Oh. This is the explanation. Um, and then just she got like really into yoga and meditation and breathing. Um <laughs> And so she um she want to have she, a mindful friendship with you? Oh god, probably. No, I really love her. This is I I love my friend. Um but um when she was like um deep into this stuff before she moved to New York, um she was visiting and she goes, "Oh my god, I just got back from this like 3-day meditation retreat and like um there's this one exercise where we um were paired up with a partner and we just had to look into each other's eyes. For an hour. Something like ridiculous. And she's like, and I swear I saw God. And I was like, okay. <laughs> somebody pass me the wine. <laughs> I just hate that's that. A, that's my fucking nightmare. I hate that shit. Yeah. I mean, I I like the feeling of yoga. I don't go to yoga. Well, for lots of reasons. I'm lazy. But like also, I get so turned off by like the whole like spiritual like – Ugh, I can't even <laughs> talk about it. It's just like I am not no. Mm-mm.
0: Does Shaven feel forced to you? What is what is your what is your straight lady reading on
1: this? <laughs> so I think I wrote hold on, let me find what I wrote. Um so uh so when um when Shaw is like, I don't know why I care about like her safety is what he's talking about. I don't know why I care about your safety, but I do. And I was like, for me, it was like, we don't have time for a slow burn. Just trust us. They want to touch privates. It's like, I think it's like the show acknowledging that like, yeah, no, they shouldn't really care about each other just yet. We
0: get it, guys. Um, but listen, for reasons that we'll, explain, that we'll explain in the next few episodes, they kind of need to get together. Like, sorry.
1: And so <laughs> I think like what, what they should have done um, is I think that there's they've kind of heard the audience say, like, we need more talking, we need more blah, blah, you know. So I think, but, like, when you're building a ship, like, a lot of it is, it's, like, not about the talking. Is, it's there, about, is like, there a dry the... dock joke in there? What?
0: Nothing, that was terrible, I'm sorry. When you're building a <laughs> ship and I said dry dock?
1: No. Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Um, This is more... Crickets. Uh, um, it's more like they it's like the... Like, the intimacy you build through, like, camera angles and, like, looks. But we don't have time for that? Oh, or is that why they, like, stared at each other for
0: two seconds?
1: Yeah, but that wasn't done right. Like, it, it has to be more like, um, like... Like for example, um, of course I'm gonna use Blark as an example. So I was, sorry. I was waiting. Um, I like, I was just, I was gonna
0: prompt you with Blark, but I was, but I was like, she'll get else, there. She'll get But there. like,
1: I know, yeah. Okay, well, I'm here. Um, <laughs> population. Welcome. B. So, um, we've been waiting so, for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so season eight, se- uh, or season eight, cross if only. Uh, <laughs> um, season one, episode eight. Uh, in the bunker when there's like that moment where Bellamy um is showing Clark how to shoot the gun and he like he has her his hand on her back and then all of a sudden he's like oh whoa like you see him kind of like react to it and like in the script later like this was released like years later in the script it says he's thrown by the intimacy of their closeness so like that's kind of like the this like what I think shaven is missing and I think that they tried I'm to do, telling like, you the sitting across from someone on a twin
0: bed in, you know, a room it's you haven't left for three days and staring at each other, that is, that, that gets you, that gets you hot and bothered. <laughs> that does it. That does yeah, it. Yeah, I guess so, I guess That does so. it. Um, all right, social contract theory. Um, right. so this was kind of the nerd thing that you called out on this one, Shaheen. Um, what's up?
2: So, yeah, speaking of Murphy, um, stirring up, stirring shit up. Um, is there
0: is there is there a philosophical term for a shit stir? <laughs> um, is it is it a, a PhD candidate? Uh, <laughs>
2: Have you seen all those like all the that different was hilarious?
0: That-, that was such good material, and one person and one of our listeners is going to laugh about it.
2: That should be the cold open. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but then they'll get to this part of the episode and be like, "Sh, rip off."
2: <laughs> have you seen all uh, all those like different interpretations of what phd means
0: um i saw it on on brooklyn 99 what are you talking about
2: no no there's like this meme of like um is it PhD. A
0: phd student meme
2: it's like patiently hoping for a degree protein has degraded
3: <laughs> i don't know
2: <laughs> paid half what i deserve okay permanent permanent head damage um, that kind of thing.
0: Um, if you want to collect, uh, you know, some of your favorite le memes, um, I'll be sure to post them as, you know, multimedia supplements to the podcast this week.
2: Yeah. Maybe post the PhD meme.
0: Social contract. I'm, yes. I'm moving us so, along.
2: Yeah. So speaking of Murphy stirring shit up. Um, so the I, I feel like that scene where he uh, throws the rock and the whole thing, like explodes um it's so symbolic it's like um they were one rock throw away from killing each other and um and this is a very common thing on this show like it's always kind of in the background it's like the most recent example of a very deep-seated assumption on this show and that assumption is that in the absence of a power structure in the absence of some sort of government or something um, that crowds and mobs are always like a powdered keg ready to explode and you know ready to get on each other's thro- throats and this is what um, in philosophy they call social contract theory well, where you know this is goes back to a fundamental assumption in social contract theory which the british philosopher thomas Hobbes, um famously said that in the state of nature which is like a stateless situation basically there's no state there's no government it's the state of nature um he said that life is solitary poor nasty brutish and short um you might have heard this phrase yes um so this possibly on this
0: podcast many times oh yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) i think i've talked about this once to, to be fair um so yeah this comes from Hobbes, and his idea was that basically um society should be understood as a sort of social contract in which you give up your right to aggression in exchange for all the good stuff that we get when there's peace safety um right well all the good stuff that we get also from safe from the existence of safety you know the the flourishing salad bar yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) cul-de-sacs
2: and so are we just naming
1: white people shit now (laughs) i was thinking of i I don't know (laughs) there's a lot of social contracts in a cookie cutter neighborhood oh
0: god they're the worst (laughs) calling the cops on everyone anyway sorry you
1: painted your mailbox the wrong color
0: damn it darlene (laughs) susan it's always susan I actually have an Aunt Susan. She's pretty cool, but for the most part, Susans are terrible.
1: Oh, I have an Aunt Susie, and she's great.
2: <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about.
0: Honestly, this is this is where your sobriety gets you, Shaheen.
2: <laughs> yeah, I probably would be able to understand this conversation. Yeah, who's
0: missing out now?
2: <laughs> Who um, has
0: phobo now, Shaheen? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue.
2: Yeah. So. Um, so. Yeah. So Hobbes says that if everyone keeps their right to aggression, then life is solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short, and therefore we um, give up our right to aggression in exchange for all the good stuff. Now, on the other hand, aggression is a necessary evil; it has to exist. You can't have a society without force, and but we agreed that every individual has to give up their right to aggression. So. Um, you, um no one, no citizen, no individual citizen can um, carry the burden of the necessary aggression. So, it has to be delegated to some entity that's above all of the citizens, and that's the government. So, that's why we have the government. Basically, the idea is that the government is there to be the monopolizer of aggression.
0: Like armies and bullshit like mm. that.
2: Right. police and armies. So the, but the main,
1: Amendment.
2: <laughs> the, the like the main role of the government is supposed to be the uh, monopolizer of aggression in this theory. So, uh, but but uh, going back to the fundamental assumption behind it, which is that the state of nature, um, in the state of nature, man is a wolf to man, and life is solitary. That's kind of badass British though. Short.
0: Like I mean, um, as a stain goes, like it's pretty metal. Spe-
2: speaking of abos,
0: <laughs> see. <laughs> see it all comes back to dog dick
2: it all comes full circle so i i it's like we're nodded
0: to this conversation oh god (laughs) (laughs) i mean begrudging applause but begrudging
2: (laughs) fine it was good this is the abo episode We've we've kind of like graduated from dick jokes.
0: Yeah, we went from like, like <laughs> cute stuff, like we're like it's kind of like we're you know how like, you know, your boring porn doesn't get you there anymore. Like you have to like keep finding yeah. dirtier, crazier, nastier shit. And so yeah. not to king shame <laughs> ABO people, but but you kinda know that you deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> I um so I feel like the hundred is kind of like a, a thought experiment um for social contract theory. And season one kind of set this up very nicely with like when the hundred came to the uh, ground, that was exactly the situation that they had. It was like for a while, it was like total chaos. um, And everyone was on each other's throat until they agreed to have some sort of hierarchy or to, you know, uh, monopolize their aggression. So, but I I often wonder um, whether this assumption is actually true. I mean, I'm not the only one who wonders It's a very interesting question because there is an empirical assumption here, which is basically that man is wolf to man. That's an empirical claim that we're saying that if people were left to their own devices, they would just be on each other's throat all the time. Mm, Because it's mating season. (laughs) It's a very common assumption that we always make. But what is that based on? How do we know if that's true? And if you look at the literature, I mean, this is actively being debated as far as I understand. Uh, if you look at like Steven Pinker, Harvard psychologist, he writes a lot of stuff about how Hobbes was exactly right. and Like he presents empirical evidence that um, life was indeed <laughs> poor, nasty, brutish and short. And he shows how like, especially with respect to aggression, how like aggression has gone down uh, throughout the centuries. And it's sort of in a fractal way. Like you can look at millennia and you see the pattern, you can look at centuries you can look at decades and and he says that this is it's been consistently going down um and then there are other anthropologists who say that this is misguided if you go further back even further than the the, those times that uh stephen pinker is looking at um and you get to like the truly um like prehistoric societies um you they say that we find when you, you dig up their uh, remains we don't find any sort of like uh, punctures or like uh, he- they didn't yeah, die like violently evidence of like blunt force to the head um and we, there's there's none of that for a while and then as soon as they become sedentary uh it kind of skyrockets so the idea is that the the reason the aggression existed uh, or started to exist was because people were forced to stay within a certain uh, area of land um so and it became therefore about, like,
1: ter- territory
2: yeah when they became uh sedentary so because other- otherwise like if if someone is bothering you you can just move
0: but once you have a house <laughs> yeah. you're like fuck i gotta pack all my shit and get me a newspaper <laughs> for the dishes well, you're
2: not allowed to like if you think of like you're not allowed to leave your your land right at, at some when they establish borders you have to be there and so if if like and, and this applies to uh aggression but also to other things like why is it why is there like if there was no borders well everyone everyone who couldn't find food would just go somewhere where there's food but because there are borders if your country is in a drought then you have to stay there and so then you starve
1: i mean this kind um, of i'm uh-huh. sorry go ahead I was just gonna say kind of like when you think about um, animal migration and how they migrate to where the food is, and like we kind of like mm-hmm. fucked ourselves up. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Well, yeah,
0: farming farming is the worst, and that's why we kill each other. <laughs> um, this actually like gets into a nice segue of um, with sort of the way that um, McCreary's speech went,
3: mm-hmm.
0: which was you know, about these these savages you know off our land. Mm-hmm. um and you know sort of feel you know they want to be sedentary and be on this land and therefore feel the need to fight the others yeah. um
2: yeah and in this case there's only one land so
0: so you know I mean I <laughs> guess fine a little bit a <laughs> yeah. little bit more leniency in that but do you guys like do you guys feel like McCreary is sort of like a caricature of a villain in that sense like it's it's all about like there's no forethought to it you know well, like i def- you know i kill all these people and we've gotten into the talks about the population that exists um mm-hmm. you know and the prisoners are pretty male and pretty violent like as you know and if they're going to stay pr- like what's to say that once they beat the beat the savages back um and and have all of this land who's to say that then they're not going to start killing each other which was interesting when you saw dioza explain that everyone got their own plot of land everyone was like oh that's actually not a bad idea and then yeah. McCreary was then, once The Rock was thrown, able to, like, whip them up, you know, in a really fucking terrible, like, Braveheart-esque speech, um, you know, about taking our land or whatever. Um, yeah, I... Sorry, I went on a bit of a ramble there.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I want to kind of want to go back and uh, look at the crowd, the like, McCurry's crowd, and see how many women were in there. Did you guys... Try to count or
1: I did not know. I feel like
2: it I does seem and I, kind of unsustainable. Like,
0: <laughs> I feel like I try to notice women. Um, mm-hmm. and so, like if there had been a lot of them, I would have noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean I in mean, a pervy I noticed way, a few.
1: huh? I noticed a few, but I was not. And there's also like a study that says that women always, um, no, wait, men always, no, Ryan, it's men, never mind. <laughs>
0: um <laughs> what i was good try- footnote bubs <laughs>
1: um what i was trying to say is like the whole thing where um you have people estimate how many men and women are in the room like say like at a conference meeting um and or at a conference table meeting and how m- when it's like there's like a threshold if there's like 30 percent women then men think it's even versus women oh i, at, see, I like, read that yeah, something like that. I don't think I'm getting all the details. Wait, I think it was on Reddit. So someone like recently should Google Only men it. think that? Um, both of both um, overestimate how many women are, but men are worse at it. Hmm.
2: So women also overestimate how many women there are?
1: I believe so, but I think they're closer. Oh, I mean, I can Google it now if we want to
2: know. <laughs>
0: um but like my query is, like kill them all um you know there are 300 of us whatever mostly dudes like it's no there's no way that it's half I'll say that like there's no way that we've seen 50% prisoner women um
2: Yeah I feel like that that sounds right
0: like you know and so uh, and uh, with there being less than 50% then things get extra competitive and extra violent but besides that issue um like it just seems like this really like for how thought out and, and meticulous Dioza is, and like how we've seen, he, McCreary just sort of main, like maintains his sort of like, fuck everything, kill it, whatever, you know, like he's this sort yeah. of like, he's not as um, nuanced as our other villains have been.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like Octavia is being the same way. <laughs> like, you have a very small population, you, you have to be...
0: Octavia's not being the smartest.
2: You have to be more careful about killing people. Like, yeah, I it's, it's not a very well thought out plan at all. Um, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, what, how do you feel like any of this Hobbesian stuff relates to, to this specific sort of like future society that, that they're going to build? Like, do you think giving people their own little plot of land is going to solve or increase the aggression? Or do you not subscribe to this philosophy at all?
2: Well... I feel like, um, I mean, Hobbes would say that it wouldn't do anything to reduce aggression until you have a government. So... Macquarie um, doesn't
0: seem like a great um, visionary in, in bureaucracy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, and like we've, as we have seen on the show, uh, it's always that way. Like they keep fighting until someone comes to power. Um, and like until there's like hierarchy. And so I feel like this show is just taking the assumption on, <laughs> um, like Hobbes' assumption. So I would say just giving them land is not going to help because they're going to try and take each other's lands. That's the theory, right? That, yeah. that if there's no government, people are just going to try and take each other's stuff, which then means they're going to fight, which then means the bigger ones are going to win. So mm-hmm.
0: The alpha dog, if you will. <laughs>
2: But yeah, but I, I personally, I'm, I don't, I, I used to believe this, that, yeah, that the state of nature is nasty, brutish and short, or whatever, but I, I don't know anymore. I'm not sure. Hey, I,
0: did you maybe just chill out a little, and you're like, yeah, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, because I'm also kind of like a Taoist. I feel like if you just go with the flow, you don't want to be a jerk to anyone, like, People are jerked to each other because of morality, because of moral systems, because of ethics. Like ethics is what makes people be assholes. If you don't follow any rules. Is
0: my cat ethical?
2: <laughs> um, Dude's a fucking like, dick. Like if you look at why do people kill each other, it's always because some bullshit religion or, or some ethical system told them to do it. Because they had some principle and they 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 didn't they weren't willing to make exceptions. Whereas if you just go with how you feel people, I feel like don't naturally, most people naturally don't want to be jerks to other people. They want to get along. Um, so I feel like if you leave people to their own devices, maybe they'll, most of them, there will be some people who would just want to dominate and whatever, but most people would probably want to get along. I don't know. One thing though, that, I, that makes me think that Hobbes is probably right is when you look at the animal kingdom. I mean, it's just nasty. Like, there's...
0: Yeah, but they don't have thumbs, for the most part.
2: <laughs> Opposable thumbs? Yeah.
0: Like, I'd be mad, too, if I couldn't, like, open shit.
2: <laughs> You'd be slapping everyone in the face.
0: I know. I'd be like, I just want to open this jar. Instead, I've just thrown it at you, because that's all yeah. I can do. <laughs> um, I mean, I think, though, that that gets a little bit complicated with, with animals, because there are a lot of animals that... Um, you know are solitary and so their only other interaction is either like hamsters to, like hamsters hamsters are garbage um sorry i know
1: my hamster caroline is sneering at you from her little grave
0: yeah after she was buried in a shoebox after having her as a pet for two years because hamsters are garbage pets no she was so good okay but but is she buried in a shoebox
1: no did you ha- cremate her no. Um, what <laughs> happened was I got her when I was in grad school. And then um, at the end of grad school, I got job. Oh, is this a I terrible a job. story? It's, I mean, it's sad, but it's not like she didn't get, like, smushed. Okay. It's, okay, continue. Um, I just didn't want, like, a
0: smooshing story.
1: Um, no, I have lots of cute stories about Caroline. None of them involve smooshing. Um, so when I got my job, I was got it in New York City. And so... There was no way I was going to be able to bring my hamster all the way to New York City and find an apartment. I just like it felt like insurmountable, because um, I think I asked a few people on Craigslist. So I was like, "I have a ham," and they're like, "No pets." <laughs> this is before bonds. I got bonsai back from my ex roommate in San Francisco, um, and so eventually, I um, I found out on my little like paperwork from Petco. That you can like take the animal back and they'll take it no questions, um, and so I ended and feed up feeding it to the that. pythons. Oh God, don't say that. <laughs> um, but no, the lady was like really mad at me for bringing it back. Like she she totally was judging me for like abandoning my pet. And, like, but then, like, I, I was, like, and here's her ball, her, like, you know, her little yeah. hamster ball, and her yogurt pieces, and her this treat, and her this treat, and she likes this, this, act this specific <laughs> And you need to sing so to her stay when the- you yeah, wake and, up. And, like, by the end, I was, like, cry- and she's, like, do you need a minute to, and then she was really nice to me, because she realized that, like, I took, like, really, I- it's not like she was, like. Left alone in the corner of the room, or brought back. It's not her like you realized
0: that she was a garbage pet. You thought
1: that she was a really great pet. <laughs> <laughs> she was so she would figure out how to get out of her cage, and we'd play like hide and go seek. And like one time, a dog almost ate her, but then somebody found her, and then like she came back, and then um, there's like a lot of adventures that Caroline and I had. So fuck you.
2: <laughs> <Aww>.
1: <laughs> no, that's fair. I deserve that. Um, <laughs> shit, what were we talking about? Solitary animals.
2: Animals. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bam. But, I mean, so solitary animals would be a bad example to look at, right? Because we we want to know about but we're social. non-solitary animals. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, if you look at animals, there's a lot of aggression between species. Because
0: Well, I mean, here's the thing. To tie it back to ABO, like, that is their system of government. You have an alpha and, like, mm-hmm. they dictate yes. Well, so that's what I'm forellas. saying.
2: There, there's a lot of aggression between, among species. And then there's a lot of, aggra- there's some aggression within a given species. And that's the one that we're interested mm-hmm. in. Because the other one is just for food, right? Yeah. So yeah. we kill other animals to eat. It's simple. But, yeah, but the one within the same species is the interesting one to look at.
0: Yeah, and so clearly ABO dynamics are where it's at. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I mean, if you look
2: at like aggression within the species, a lot of times it's, a lot of it is, doesn't really get to the point of killing. Like if you look at like, I don't know, male, um, um, what are they called? Um,
0: Does it walk on two legs, four legs? Does that? have a tail? Yeah, four
2: legs. The big animal lives on water. Um, hippos? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Wow. Maybe I'm talking about hippos. Um, when they have like two, yeah, two like hippo males have a fight. Um, cause they, there's like a male takes a bunch of females and then has like an area designated as, as his territory. Um, and then if another male who's looking for a, um, kingdom, uh, comes along and, you know, I don't know, like, um, they shit to, to signal yep. that, you know, Hippos are whatever. fucking gross
0: and scary.
2: Yeah. Um, like they, <laughs> they, they're so uh, they s- they, so
0: <laughs> when they're little.
2: They, like, wag their tails while they're shooting. And they, like, Um, fling
0: the poop everywhere so everyone knows.
2: And they love watermelon.
1: watermelon.
0: (laughs) You're very sweet about animals, but We're over here having, like, a, like, a, like, like, that old school National Geographic where, like, every animal is killing every other animal and, like. I can't watch those shows. (laughs) Yeah, you're over there not watching that show. Yeah, Yeah. Sorry, continue, Shaheen.
2: Yeah, I was Hippos. just going to say, like, a lot of their fights um, are just kind of, like, show of power. Um, doesn't really end up in killing. But if the other male doesn't give up, it will. Um, yeah. So, so I don't know. Like, you might think, well, maybe humans would do the same thing. Like, maybe it would just, like, you know pounce our chests for a little bit and you know and then if the guy doesn't give up then maybe yeah you'd end up killing them <laughs> but it's not like we're just like eager to kill each other as soon as like there's no power structure um
0: unless you're you gotta Vincent. have a
2: reason like they gotta be bothered for some reason to want to kill the person i feel like we sometimes assume that people have like a murder drive <laughs> that's always there and like if they if they're not doing it this has to be because something is Keeping them from doing it. This is, you know, when people, like, some people say, like, well, if you don't believe in any, like, uh, ethical Mm. system, then why don't you just go around and kill people or steal? Like,
0: if you don't believe in the Bible, what's what's holding you back? Yeah, (laughs) suddenly you're you're amoral if you don't, you know, have a religion.
2: Yeah. And my answer, again, like, this is my Taoist tendency is, well, because I don't want to. I don't really want, like, why would I want to be an asshole?
3: It's a lot of why work. would
2: i want to rape anyone i don't enjoy it like it's not why don't like so i have to have a reason to do it like yeah. you're asking me as if like I, by default i want to do it and if i'm not doing it there has to be a reason so i don't know i keep going back and forth i i don't really know like, what murder just
0: seems this. like a lot of work yeah um, anyway um yeah. I guess let's let's I I guess move along a little. Um, so two things I want to cover, and then we'll sort of wrap up our uh, time with sexy Allegis. Um mm-hmm. Number one, um, it's Abby. I have to. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: yeah, you guys had you guys had thoughts about the Murphy about thing. Murphy.
2: Yeah, I don't understand why. Is I don't get it. I, Murphy. <laughs> Stop being Murphy. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. He. I was just like everything that we have gotten from Murphy for the most, the very most part, um, from season one through season four, is that he's kind of a sociopath. That doesn't mean that he doesn't care about people, but, like, when push comes to shove, Murphy is on Murphy's team, first and foremost. Um, Right. But now, this season, we have several instances where he's... It seems that he's putting his life at risk to save somebody else. And, like, my issue... And, like... You can say that he has like f- finally found a family like on the ark. Which, um, like, does he know them better? Sure, but like at the end of it, it's not like things were going well for him up there. Um, but still, like the Beyonce the, just um, coughed. The things that were <laughs> adorable. Are, no, <laughs> his no. sneezes are cute. His his coughs are not. Well, um, but so uh, like on the ark. Um, it's not like all these life and death situations, if there's nothing to like push him to be a better person. And, and like the fact is like sociopathic tendencies aren't something that just heals. (laughs) It's not something that you like learn to not do. It's like intrinsic almost. So I don't understand the changes.
2: Yeah. I don't know if Murphy is a sociopath. But I, yeah, I agree with you um, for the most part. I mean, maybe you could argue that being on the Ark, because there was, it wasn't like a survival situation where you're constantly fighting for your life. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe then he came to see the value of like positively engaging other people. Um, I don't know, but I feel like this was the the most jarring example so far. I feel like everything is done. You can still read it as okay. He's saving Murphy's ass, but now maybe like now he feels like I don't know. I guess he wanted to save Raven. That you could say that's also hard to explain.
1: Yeah, that was the first part where it's like okay, so he's going. Okay, that that's like because everything. I know that a lot of people have seen that he's already changed. They feel that he, Murphy has, is like a sweet little guy who just has some, like, issues from time to time. <laughs> but that's not really, like, the way kind that I like special Vincent. boy. <laughs> yeah, that's not how I saw it, because everything that he did, you could 100% reinterpret it as self-serving. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you need that moment that's, like, unambiguous to say that, like, some changed. But, like, up until, like... When um, they're doing the human testing mm-hmm. and Amori was going into the tank, he didn't offer to switch places with her. Mm-hmm. He didn't like that's, you know, and this was like the one person who made him like care about somebody else. And that was the line that he was not going to cross. Yeah. So now when you see him, like, I don't know if it's more abstract for him now that it's like not he's not going to die instantly, maybe versus like maybe like the the tank um, and the radiation was like something more concrete, um, but staying behind to save Abby, like um, going back to save Raven—these are—it's like yeah. very big changes. And, and not that, like, I guess I, I do have to be like, okay, he's changed, but I don't feel comfortable with the way that the show made it happen because, like I said, I don't think anything that could have happened on the arc would have corrected what was going on before um mm-hmm. so yeah i'm kind of yeah. confused
2: so in a way it's consistent with what they want us to think about space crew right so the the, the whole idea is supposed to be that these six years made it so that space crew now thinks of themselves these six people are the, who are on the ark they think of themselves as as a family now and so um that's so they only care about each other now and do
1: you think that the same accurate? way
2: that like clark Intr- the, the same way clark only cares about maddie and stuff
1: yes do you think that's accurate though because if i was stuck on a tin can with six people i would mm-hmm. shoot myself a <laughs> b when i got to back to the ground i'd be like peace <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> because, like, like anyone Jesus, but you guys <laughs>
1: how many times do you think they played i spy like how many t- <laughs> like it's not like they have it's just like it yeah. should have been traumatizing and how boring it was.
2: <laughs> um, but even if we take on that premise that, yeah, they did that being together the whole time kind of consolidate them, mm-hmm. you, it would, you would still expect it to affect different characters differently. So like mm-hmm. you think that, yeah, Bellamy would be all gung ho about it. Um, the same way he was gung ho about Octavia. Yeah. Whereas Murphy would probably like not be that, serious about it um i mean i don't think of murphy as a like a sociopath or as someone who's like who like doesn't who wants to hurt other people or someone who like has no Mm
3: -hmm.
2: um is never gonna like try and, and do something good because i think of him as a positive nihilist who thinks you know who's indifferent towards either like to him helping someone it could also be like all oh, right well that's what i'm what i do today i guess um but he's not gonna go out of his way and put his own life in danger for doing it um because he's a nihilist he doesn't think it matters but if you tell him hey we have a chance to save 100 people, and it's kind of cool. Would you want to do it? He would be like, yeah, sure.
0: Hey, this is going to no. be pretty and cool, guys. For me, you know, The
2: same the- way he went on a, on that journey with Jaha, he was like... What the fuck else am I know, do? not believe in any of this, but why not? Because I don't have anything else to do. So, he does that, and he's done that throughout, but uh, now he's taken it to another level. And that's so, you guys don't think that sort of
0: the bonding that we were meant to see last season between him and... And, and Abby was would have been enough.
1: What do you and mean plus the, the and bonding?
0: They, well, when he stole medicine for that little girl. Um, you mean
1: when he ingratiated himself on Abby so that maybe he and Amori could be in the Ark when the world was burning?
3: <laughs> well.
1: Um, and then when, when he was pumping on Tari's heart, that was a good time. So for that one, that one um, I think is the closest. I get to being like, hmm, um, because he came back for Amori. Um, but at the same time, like, if you think about it, he was in, like, a, a group of people with guns. No, no, I meant fighting. just when he was, like, I just meant, like, not even doing the
0: act. I just meant, like, him, like, bonding with I mean, Abby this while Antari's goes... heart was open. And yeah, was but no. The... The like, maybe they're just besties now, and we just didn't know. <laughs> well, I don't know that that's how Like, it they check in be. on every Sunday. Like, he is one of Abby's lost <laughs> wayward children. Um,
1: I don't, I honestly don't see them having a bond, I guess. Like, that's not how I interpreted, but clearly, like, the show did. So, like, I guess you're right. (laughs) But, like, he, from his perspective, like, this goes into what Shaheen's talking about, like, the social contract. So, I, the way that I've interpreted a lot for Murphy, um, for example, in season two, when he, um, kind of went along with Bellamy when they were looking for, um, Clark and everyone else, um he did not want to go back out into the wilderness and have to try to survive by himself. You know, he needed people to be on his side so that he could be protected from the grounders. Um and I guess that's like how I felt with him going back for Amori, like he went back with the people who had guns. If he would have decided to keep going, he didn't have a gun. You know, he would have had to try to maybe escape by himself with like his own two hands. And we already saw like he was <laughs> really already in a jail cell. Shopping. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I think that he does care about people to an extent. But, like, I guess the, always the impression I got is he followed the path of least resistance. When things got too um, dangerous, he just like pieced. Like, um, another example at the beginning of season four. When um, Bellamy gave him his gun, he's like, yeah, stay and help. And then Murphy looks at the situation. He's like, nah, (laughs) better not. And then he leaves with Amore. Pass. Um, And so, like, the same thing. They were going to just, like, um, they went back to Arcadia not because they wanted to go back, um, but because they were running out of food. And when they got there, and then that's when Murphy overheard that um, there's going to be a second prime fire, that's when he steals the medicine after hearing the situation. Um, And he knows Abby's soft as shit. Um, And so... Maybe
0: he's got another plan then. Maybe him trying to, like, help Abby is maybe... Well, that's what, like, I don't know. There's, like, another little sneaky bit that we just don't know. Murphy's playing 4D chess and you're over here playing (laughs) fucking checkers. (laughs) Well, I mean,
1: I could, like, again, like... Obviously, I was wrong about Miller, so <laughs> <laughs> I could just totally be wrong. But um, I it just felt like such a consistent read on the character that, like, I'm, like, confused now by him by- having, like, gotten healed, even though on the arc he wasn't, like, he didn't even want to hang out. Like, he sectioned off his own area and would fight people who went into it. <laughs> Uh, does that sound like the person who's going to come to the ground and like put his life on the line for like someone who ha- he hasn't si- seen in six years and probably doesn't give a shit about? I'm saying like, he's got a long con game. We just don't know what it is yet. Um,
0: yeah. That would make more sense. Speaking of decisions that make no goddamn sense, and then then we'll take a break. Why don't we make sure McCreary's dead? Double tap.
2: Yeah, that was my thing. Like. We'll, we'll- Finish him off. What the like, fuck? Like,
0: come on now. Like, he was wearing yeah. body armor. <laughs> like, he got, he jabbed him in the throat. You think he's dead. See, she was doing the morality of thinking that she was killing him by walking away. Um, except an act of God, him putting his fucking hand on his neck and then getting stitched up by Abby. He's not dead now. And that yeah. was dumb. That was a...
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was my biggest beef in this episode why don't people why do people miss their chances to kill the person that they've been chasing the whole time this is some E. Hap-
0: coyote bullshit
2: yeah and, and this i mean this happens on other shows too um or movies or stories or whatever um, um like this season on the walking dead this happened i don't want to give any spoilers but like <laughs> a certain character that everyone is trying to fucking kill was finally killable, chained up, and they could have killed the guy, and they did. And I'm like, "What? Why?" I know <laughs> the reason is because we want the story to go on. But come on, and that's exactly because... Yeah. So that that's the kind of answer you always give me is like, "Well, because of the dramatic effect." And I'm like, "Yeah, but it's bullshit." That's a bullshit answer. I had the answer. same problem with with Clark. It's like he she, he she went into the room to kill Octavia. I'm like, "Fucking do it already!" What's up with all the pausing and talking? Like. When, when Indra wants to t- kill, like, the guard guy, she just throws the knife. But Indra doesn't fuck around,
0: and that's why I love There's, it. like, an
2: hour Indra's conversation. Warrior.
0: When, Indra's the best. Yeah,
2: so I quick. don't know. Like, whenever is like, a, a, a character with plot armor is in Crosshairs, there's, like, a whole conversation before the... They just, and then within that conversation, some shit happens, and they get away. I'm like, dude, don't talk to them; just kill. Them.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think I have like a note about that. Okay, um, that I guess we'll talk about when we get there. Oh wait, about about um, Clark not. Kim oh,
0: Clark, okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Okay, so um, unless you guys have anything else, maybe we'll take a little break.
1: Yeah, Do I just think ran out of babies. Wait, hmm? what? Do you think
2: Dioza's baby would have survived realistically? I Uh, was wondering,
1: yeah, I actually wondered that. I was wondering if she's going to have a miscarriage as a result. I don't think that she, did she take any blows to, like, the abdomen? But it doesn't matter. It's like, um... No, but i It's not,
2: that's not the only thing, you know? She was, like...
1: Stress can do it.
2: Yeah, and she was, like, very physically, Mm -hmm. you know...
0: I mean, yes, it's possible, but at the same time, like, I've worked out and, like sparred with... Uh, well, not sparred, but, like... like While pregnant? Dig, dig kickboxing with and, like, CrossFit with, like, pregnant ladies, and they're fucking
1: fine. Well, but I think it's... Oh, okay. oh, but are they, like, lifting things? Yeah. Heavy shit, too. They shouldn't be. That's, like, the like the number one thing. I don't know. Maybe maybe Capital Tick will come back and correct me because that's wrong or something. Um, um, but I heard that, like, they just... They should definitely not lift anything. And if you think about, like, punching and stuff like that, it's technically, like, you're still... Exerting force with your arms, which is the same thing as lifting, it's uh, I've, to to no to no ill effect.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just <laughs> saying it is it is it is possible that she could have miscarried, but it is also possible that um, that she would. Yeah,
2: not. yeah. It's not impossible that she would survive. It's just a little too. You
0: far-fetched. weren't you <laughs> weren't inspired by a five m- month old month old pregnant Navy Seal. Whooping some ass, but ineffectually. I was uh, I mean so I was kind
2: of we already had that in uh Fargo. Is that a nineties movie?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are we getting three today? Three? Yeah. Yeah. Well you first, had yeah. one Bubs. What? Shit, what did we talk about? What movie did you bring up? Um Father of the Bride. No, there was one other movie that we talked or maybe it was Shaheen? Fuck what Anastasia? Uh,
2: Hannibal Hannibal Lecter.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we had Hannibal Lecter and Anastasia. Was that nineties? <clears throat> I talked about Father the Braveheart bride. Fargo. Brave I don't know, Heart. whatever. We we got, we checked the box. <laughs> uh. Yeah, this is
2: 97. See? Yeah, so uh, I yeah, I love the pregnant cop in Fargo. Uh, <laughs> I never so I guess it. I was I was Huh?
1: I've never seen it.
2: Oh yeah, you definitely should. It's, it's a, it's a great, movie. great movie. Um and it's apparently based on a true story. So, I guess there was once a pregnant cop in North Dakota who cracked this Crazy case. See? Um, but anyway, so I guess maybe it was just like old news to me.
0: You're like, I've seen pregnant off. ladies in law enforcement, guys. Yeah. Bring me yeah. something new. Um, all right. On on that d- unsatisfied note, uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and we will talk about one crew and all the crazy bullshit that happened.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: All right. Um, welcome back, everyone, um, to. Well, the same podcast you were listening to like <laughs> half a second ago before Shaheen just cut this in. Um, we are moving along in our storyline from sexy allegius to one crew and friends. Um, yeah, some some crazy bullshit happened on this side. Uh, some we had some good parallels in terms of leaders keeping keeping secrets from their people, um, some some good old-fashioned mob rule, kind of batshit insanity. Um, but let's start with um I guess today is the Shaheen Gripe Fest. Let's start with the, this bothers me, of your note, um, which is next <laughs> yeah. to the text of, she was willing to destroy the last survivable land on Earth.
3: What
2: yeah. does this
0: bother you, Shaheen?
2: So this came up a few times when they were discussing the warm plan. And they, every once in a while, someone just throws in a line, like, um, by the way, this could destroy the, the last survivable land on Earth. Could, Maybe. And I'm like, dude, that's, you, can't do, you can't just say maybe. That's super important. Like, if there's, if there's any non-zero probability that, that this is true, that this can, if there's like 1% chance that this is going to destroy the last survival land on Earth, then it's a terrible idiotic idea. <laughs> the only way this is a good idea is if the chance is zero so i don't get like they can't just agree to disagree whether it's a good plan like this it should be like a lot of discussion there should have been a lot of discussion about this and then you know yeah so like you can't just be like let's do it and see what happens because that's your last chance so i don't know it bothers me that like People bring this up as if, like, this is an objection, like, one of the problems with the plan. I'm like, no, this just means it's a terrible plan, if it's possible <laughs> that at all. So, I don't know.
0: I mean, I feel like your soapbox um, of this is a terrible plan, um, I mean, you can it's either not just, working. You can just live <laughs> up there. You can just, like, you can bring a camp chair and, and, you know, one jug for water and one jug for pee, and you can just... You just move what up no there. one
2: no one else agrees with me
0: no no I mean like I agree like it is a terrible plan. like the possibility of destroying the last living space on Earth is a terrible plan, especially knowing that the bunker is not survivable at present um, and
2: assuming Monty's plan
0: doesn't uh, work yeah well, I mean but Monty's plan is still going to take some time. To work as well. Uh Um, But you know. Yes. Assume. You know. We don't know the feasibility of Monty's plan. Presumably. Allegis. Once there's a big battle. um, They're not going to want to like. Put you in their cryo tubes. And let you like. Sleep it off. So yeah. No. It's not. It's not a great idea. And at this point. Octavia seems to just. At least prior to the. I mean. I guess. I could even argue. Like at the end of the episode. But like. She's kind of just been going on like. She made this promise to these people. And so she like. Mm. Can't like back down or admit that she was wrong. Mm. Um, you know, cause I, I think it started out as maybe she thought that they would kill her, but at this point it almost is like less about her being afraid to die. Cause I honestly don't think that they would kill her at this point. Um, I think it's just like she at this, like has committed herself so thoroughly that she can't admit she's like bought into her own bullshit.
2: Yeah. If that makes sense.
1: She seems like she's just d- doubling down. Yeah, because for no
2: reason. It's kind of when, like when that, um in, at the end of season four, when she came in and she was like, choose a hundred people or we'll kill you. And then she, she left everyone and she was like, why did I say that? And then Indra was like, well, you said it. So
1: that's what we're doing.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to do it now.
1: <laughs> I wonder if it's like, who is she, if not Blood Rina? Like,
2: she... You feel like... Sh- That's the last identity she's hanging on to. Kind of. She can't give it up. That's very interesting. I never thought of it that way. That makes a lot of sense. Octavia has always been searching for an identity, right? That's always been her main problem is she didn't feel like she belonged anywhere. Um, And in season four, she she kind of like... That brought her her to her breaking point. The feeling that she doesn't belong anywhere. So now she finally has a place. And not just any place she is the most important person for hundreds of people and so it makes sense that she's gonna do anything she can to hang on to it she doesn't want to give it up
1: yeah and i think um with um her family essentially defying her it's like a double um not only is she like at risk of losing her identity She's at risk of losing like everything basically Well, she's
0: already lost them it seems well,
1: yeah, so so it's like she she has her identity or she has nothing mm, right. okay, so she's already lost that mm-hmm. one thing
2: because she's already lost Bellamy and yeah kind,
1: kind of but like so I like still thinking about it. um I mean, obviously, if we separate us uh, trying to like explain it from that angle, um yeah, in this episode, she basically lost everybody who was most important to her. Yeah. Like her, uh, Indra is, as Indra says herself, is her mother figure. Um And Gaia, her sister, because of that. Yeah. Um And her brother, who like, remember when they were reunited? Like, that little tiny moment of like Octavia being a little girl again, mm-hmm. where she like jumps into his arms. Like, Jesus. <laughs> um... It, it was just like that last scene was so heartbreaking. Um, she has no one to turn to, basically. I mean, she but has. But, but one it's also cr- her own fucking fault. Yes. Like.
0: But this is like a lot of this is her own
1: making. A hundred percent. But like, it's one of those things. It's like where you slowly boil yourself in water. I do think that her intentions were pure. For most of this <laughs> until until like this is where like the identity thing kind of comes into play. But f- from the beginning, it was about protecting all these people that like sure. she talks about the dark year. And it's she, I think it's like she feels like she sold her soul to protect all these people. So it's like what w- was that like worth it unless she continue, she actually gets them out and gets them to this valley where they can live and be happy, etc.? Like maybe it's like she can't live with herself unless she is able to do that but at the same time yeah it's like well if they could just do that and just like surrender and like I I think they did try to um, reiterate at the end that like she doesn't really trust that planet and of course why would she trust it um, when Elegious betrayed them immediately so Mm -hmm. it's like she's it's kind of like she's in Bellamy's position with the 300 army like you know, she's been burned before. Like if she trusts that they can just go in and they'll just be accepted and that doesn't happen. Like that's on her. All of those lives are on her. And it has the
2: same problem that the massacre had, which is you can't kill someone just because you don't trust them. Like they have to attack first. So I would say like, even if you don't trust them, you have to go back to the Valley and, you know, cordon off a certain area and just be like, we live here. Don't mess with us. And then but if they, they mess with missiles. you, then you can kill them.
1: Well, but like at that point, I mean, they already have yeah. missiles. But that was. Supposedly... I mean, why would they let
2: you into the land just to bomb you? They can bomb you where you are if they wanted to.
1: Yeah, but I guess that's like that's, and that's how they like put the video on loop so they can't bomb them. I I don't remember.
2: Oh, the eye thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do we read that uh, final scene with Octavia's tear? Is that?
0: How did you read it, Shaheen?
2: I mean, is it meant to humanize her? I mean, so it's it was a little surprising that there's something left in her. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm I think not was... sure what they are trying to tell us with this—that there's something left from old Octavia. So um, I,
0: I, I think it's twofold. I think mm-hmm. I think um, to answer your your very specific question, I think it is finally a note to the audience um, Uh that yes, she's still in there. There is part of her that still feels because that's something that we've been debating and wondering this whole time. Like how much Octavia is left and while I don't think that there is very much left, um, you know, she's not she can still be objective in a way and like know that this is fucking awful. But I think that one of the reasons for the tear as well is we actually had some really good um, like cinematic visuals um, from when Lincoln was was being executed for treason mm. with um, Bellamy on his knees, Lincoln on his knees, Look, you know, both of them looking up. Um, and off camera and Octavia watching both of them in that, in that instance. But the interesting thing with when Lincoln was caught, killed is she was crying and then sort of it like imploded in on itself, um, mm. or like entropy, like it just like sort of just sucked itself back in. Um, and well, she that was came a, stoic again.
2: Like her face made a transition. Well,
1: that was the starting point. She's kind of yeah. like full circle. Now she's at is, Pike's that's
2: position. That's when Dark, yeah. Dark, Dark Tavia started. Right, mm-hmm. w- was that face? And yeah. then this
0: moment, we saw like a little bit of her like leaking out. Like she kept yeah. that stoicism that whole fucking time while she was like, you know, trying to rile up her people and so dis- distrust of Maddie and like all sorts of other bullshit that like we'll talk about as well. But you know, like then she just sort of a little bit let- got let out when no one else could see her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um,
2: I like it, but I hope that they keep it to this level. Like I don't want her to get more and more humanized. I don't want the old Octavia to <laughs> you come don't out want her more to be, You and more. don't
0: think that she's going to be redeemed somehow at the end of the season? Do you think she's going to die? I would
2: not be happy if that happened.
1: I mean, I think that there's a the possibility that she'll die. If but she she'll like, uh, mean, she'll realize that can she, she became Pike.
2: without
0: being redeemed this season? I also
2: don't like the idea that all the quote-unquote bad characters end up dying.
1: Well, that doesn't happen. Some of them are good now. <laughs>
0: Really, really just some sly Echo fucking salt in there.
1: I'm sorry that they did not do enough with her character to convince me that she's, like, I'm just, like, trying to take it as, I don't know. Yeah. It's not convincing.
2: Yeah, and so I kind of, like, I, I think they did a an interesting thing with Jaha where, like, he would, he would do his shit and then he would still live.
0: Oh man, um, there was a tweet that said none of this would be happening if Jaha were still around. None of this fuckery would be happening if Jaha <laughs> yeah. were still around. And I was like, I retweeted it because I was like, you know what? Not wrong. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you think that would happen? Because he would just give like a I rousing I just speech feel like Jaha that would like unite everyone, had this shit under control.
2: <laughs> he would have like inspired everyone.
0: To like, a whole other
2: thing. I can't
0: wait to see the Dark Year episode so I can know what sort of nonsense Jaha would not have allowed to happen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just saying. I'm
2: also curious to see, they've, like, hammered this a lot, that um, Octavia was instrumental to um, surviving the Dark Year.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm like, did she, like, start eating people first? That's what I think it is.
2: The obvious explanation is, Did she eat
0: the first baby (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, the obvious thing that comes to my mind is, like, it's her leadership and and she kept them united and stuff. But I wonder, I'm curious to see the Darker to know if there was more to it, because that's kind of disappointing if that's all there is to it.
0: It was just a little bit of cannibalism?
2: No, if it was just like, oh, she's such a oh. great leader Sorry, that we survived so this. My like own
0: cannibal bullshit.
2: Like, <laughs> well, I mean, there's cannibalism or whatever, but it's like yeah we wouldn't have survived this if you weren't such a great leader it's that's kind of weird like i don't know i guess like I, i'm not denying that um a strong or inspiring leader can um you know unite people or uh, get them through a hard time but how important can she be in that role like other people can do that too. And Indra could inspire them and you know so what was so unique about Octavia that everyone says, if it weren't for you we wouldn't have survived it.
0: She maybe they had a similar issue that like you know how monty saved them with the algae and figuring out his recipe maybe like something was super fucking off and like the first people that they ate were super gross and didn't taste good <laughs> and like octavia just made the best one crew barbecue and like that's how they survived. Like Some special she sauce. she has those 11 special herbs and spices that made it <laughs> made it possible.
2: And what did Indra mean when she said um i let you shoulder the burden alone i don't
1: know
0: like i wonder if there was a time when like it wasn't people didn't get thrown into the pit and there was a problem and so like octavia had to then like just call people herself
2: Hmm. you know like for food i see
0: like i mean that's the only thing that i can think of but you know i'm sure the show yeah
2: but the cannibalism came after the arena thing was invented so
0: well no i'm saying like what if for a time, nobody was committing crimes because uh-huh. okay, okay, everyone yeah. was so hungry and dying. And then Octavia was like, "Well, now yeah." Or like started. once
2: in a while, there's people are are hungry, but no one's committing crimes. So yeah. What are you gonna do?
0: So <laughs> you know, gotta go, gotta go kill some fools. Um, I guess we'll
2: see that next week.
0: Is is next week? No, no, one more. Or
2: two weeks from two now. Two weeks. Two weeks. to yeah. get
0: that darky episode. I'm pretty fucking excited. Oh my god, me too. It's
2: either gonna be awesome or it's gonna be very disappointing, <laughs>
0: right? Yeah. They better, they better do do me right on this one. Um, yeah. Let's talk about fucking Miller, um, because I, you know Indra had this idea, like they had their whole fucking plan. It went according to plan, mm-hmm. um, you know, as much as things go according to fucking plan on this show. And then, <gasps> god damn it, Nathan, shut your mouth. <laughs>
3: I know. What
0: the I guess fuck? I was
1: wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bubs finally admits.
1: (laughs) I am not above admitting (laughs) when I'm wrong. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. To quote Baby's Daddy in Dirty Dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, for fuck's sake, Nathan.
0: Like, he hella drank the Kool-Aid.
2: What happened?
1: I mean, it's like... Sorry, go ahead. It's confusing because... Like, it's just not tactically smart. Well, again, again, if you think about it in terms of the fact that Dioza betrayed them immediately, it's, of course, it seems like obviously the smart thing to do would be to unleash the worms on all these motherfuckers and then just take the valley. Like, it does seem like it's a simple thing. So from that perspective, like, I get it versus just trusting that Dioza is going to say just let them in it it is I mean, it's it is not like a you have to thing. put your trust in someone else to like not kill all the people that you are a part of and that's there's a lot of i mean that's hard I
2: yeah think that that's I mean, hard it it seems like he's he's not doing it for any um sort of calculated reason it's just that he's so he's trusting her leadership.
1: He's trusting her leadership.
2: I feel like he's so zealously loyal to Octavia that he doesn't care. He's just gonna follow the orders.
1: And Which is I, I wonder what she did to make all these. I people mean, Diosa like wants
0: to know too. Like that was something that she brought up when they in shifting sands when they were like when she was like my people wouldn't fucking stand out in a sandstorm of glass just to protect me. Like,
3: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: what the fuck happened?
2: Yeah, I disagree, though, that um, um, that it's a simple thing. I mean, we just talked about it. I mean, A, there's a non-zero chance that <laughs> you're going to destroy the last survival land. It's a terrible plan. B, y- did you think about that There's this is like a third to a fourth of the remaining population?
1: I mean, if, if it's like if you take a slug to the tundra, I mean, the slug is going to fucking die. That's pretty certain. But yeah i don't know i don't know how and then and then finally
2: um (laughs) last but not least you're fucking murdering 300 people and they're talking about it like oh yeah it's just you know um just to achieve our goals i i don't like the the whole this whole casual murder talk where they're just like so here's plan a uh we kill an an innocent person who's Um, innocent all, all the people, the Ozos people. Are they? They didn't do shit. They didn't do anything.
1: What about the one that almost killed Octavia and blew up that one guy?
2: It doesn't matter. They're not in a threat right now. They're not. Well, because So face to so
0: face. Is being innocent, you run and tag someone and then run away, and because you are suddenly out of their line of sight, you're innocent again? Is this like GTA? Like, where if I outrun the cops, like, no longer am I under.
2: If you attack me and run away, I can't just go chase you down and kill you. That would still be murder. But if you attack me and then I attack back and kill you, that would be self-defense.
0: So so it is proximity and time.
2: No, it's just that it's, a di- it's the difference between a direct response to an Im- imminent threat versus... Meditated, okay. But
1: how about when you factor in the last little and also,
2: whatever that was, one person who blew the uh sonar sonar gun or whatever. There's 300 people there, they didn't, yeah, but they're all
0: angry and chant and and get all riled up by McCreary.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And so, I don't like this whole thing where they're like, okay, um, we can kill 300 people or we can maybe grow more food. I'm like, they can't, I don't like this whole the way they talk about murdering people. It does well they seem, don't know about
1: the food yet
0: they do seem like a like a lot of sort of stupid mob mentality but that almost seemed like a point of the that this episode was trying to make because they paralleled it like in both cases um on you know in both storylines but yeah like it's you know First they were willing to follow Indra, then they were willing to follow Miller, and then there was a third option. They're like, hold on, too many options. Which one are we which one are we gonna choose? And then and yep. then it became, well, we have to, you know, convene the council of clans, and then there are no clans, and then it's just a fucking shit show. And then Yeah.
2: Yeah. Do you think is that realistic? Can you really sway crowds that easily with just the passionate speech? And it wasn't even that passionate. All basically all that Miller said was um, we follow Octavia.
0: I think we have some shorthand. Like, I feel like it wouldn't take that much more buttering up. Like, people are... Here's the thing. Well, he was
1: already, like... He was already um, assigned to be the army leader. And, like, we know that that means something among grounders. Um, That's how Echo was able to take control of the army until Roan woke up. Um, And so, in that sense, it is, like, the vice president stepping up.
2: That woman sounded like... She thought it would be bullshit to follow Miller.
1: That was one opinion.
2: We're supposed to follow you? Like, it wasn't respectful at all. Well, because, you know, because he's still like the...
1: Sky Crew. She
2: yeah, so bothered. it seems like they respect the shit out of Octavia, but th- her, you know, um subordinates are... The they grounders are
0: they not um, consistent people all
2: the time. To, le- to say the
0: least. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, Indra should have, like... Except okay, Indra, because give- Indra's
0: amazing. And congratulations, <coughs> to Dina Porter, on your Emmy nomination. Yes!
1: So happy for her. So well-deserved. Yeah. Continue. Sorry,
2: Shaheen. Uh, I was just going to say, um, like, uh, Indra could have given a counter speech. Like, it was so easy. May- like, if it's so easy to sway them that way, it should be equally easy to sway them back. Like just give a, another passionate speech. Just a like, no red
0: rover. She game has to be like, like
1: a speech giver. Then she. Not everyone is uh, a speech giver. Yeah, she's, she's got that. She's pretty quiet. Elo-
2: eloquent. I feel like.
1: But when has she? When has she addressed a crowd? She's got. She's, gets she gets nervous. She
0: gets nervous. But what this brings us to um, that I think that we should like spend the meaty time of our of our discussion is um, Maddie's decision. Well, I guess starting off with Bellamy's decision that led to. And also, Gaia's decision, and then Maddie's decision.
2: Before we get We're to that, can I just skip all the mean,
0: That's part of Bellamy's decision. Sorry, go ahead.
2: Can I just say real quick, um, like, what's up with the sloppy chain of command? Like, <laughs> it should be clear who's the uh, like second in charge. Who's the ranking officer? Like Octavia kind of fucked up here. Like she has no (laughs) ranking officer. Everyone was like, "Uh, who's in charge
1: now? (laughs) No, I think it made sense. I think that like we had the scene where um, Indra was taken off like the first. Battalion. Yeah. And that was like. And everyone was like. (gasps) Yeah. So that was a big deal. Um, Right. But then,
2: but it seems like. Miller is also not second well, because in command.
1: If you, but you, if you think about it, it's like it's um, there's so the um, soft lines of someone who has historically been like the second in command and also has like a history of being um, in a role of leadership. And then, yes, somebody else is put in that spot. But it's it's almost kind of like I, I think it is still confusing as who you listen to because you have like that figurehead. That, no, does not officially have the role, but, like, culturally, you can still see that person as, like, an important figure who has always been the right-hand. And it's not like there was conflict between the two of them. Everything was very subtle. There were there were no public arguments. Um, so I can see why there's, there is confusion, because I think that even not as that um, position in the 1st Battalion... I think that Indra still seems to like, um, occupy a leadership role, if informally. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, I mean, from a military standpoint, it doesn't matter, right? If someone is designated as the ranking officer, I just have to get military
1: stuff. (laughs) It doesn't make sense to me. If something's wrong, it's wrong. Don't do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, can we can we move on to the sure. the big the big portion? Um, where do you, where do you want to talk about the Bullarkness of it? Uh, Perhaps. Do at the beginning, like you know, because wait, wasn't it that um, Bellamy went and saw Clark first, or was it after?
1: Bellamy went and saw Clark first. Yeah. Um. There was that whole where Indra whisks Maddie away, and then she turns like, "Hurry up." but she knows that they want time alone. <laughs> like, everybody knows but them. <laughs> um, and so they had their little conversation, and what I liked about the conversation was um, it goes to the root of, like, how they reassure and forgive each other. So, like, Bellamy just poisoned his sister. Um, a big part of that was because he was protecting Clark. Um, and so in that scene... There's, like, that awkward moment where Clark goes, she was, um, she, she's like, you had to do it. Like, she was um, willing to kill people uh, you love. And it's awkward because, like, obviously, like, she's referring to um, space crew. Mm-hmm. And, but there's that, like, you know, we had that scene in the last episode where Octavia is, like, um, another um, traitor whom yes. you love. And so, like, I felt like there was, like, a very quick, like, Bellamy- Awkward reaction to that, which, as a bullerker I appreciated. it. Um, for me watching that, I thought it was interesting that Bellamy seemed more hurt um, when they discussed the fact that Octavia was willing to, like, destroy the land just to be right, just to, like, have a war and win. Yeah. Um, because I think that, like, it, it tells us um, how, like, heartbroken he is about how he came back to see his sister and she didn't exist anymore, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's how he feels and that's how he, I think he's compartmentalizing like what he did. Um, a lo- I think there's some criticism that like he wasn't upset enough about Octavia, um, being in the condition that she, uh, was in. And I, and I think a lot of that does have to do with him like dissociating who Octavia is now with, the sister that he left behind. Um and it's just like it's really sad. Um so what else did I have?
0: Well, I mean, we uh, had the you guys both had lines about the together note, um, the together line, and then <laughs> you have it as my family.
1: Um, I think uh, I just so thought it was
2: funny because like that was Octavia's slogan. And No, they...
1: that's Balark's no slogan.
2: Fight. Is it fight,
1: fight? Yes. <laughs> Um, where have you been? <laughs> when have
2: they said? When have they said? Oh, together?
0: sit your ass down, Shane. <laughs> Get fucking comfortable. So many times. <laughs>
2: um. Well, I remember the Mount Weather thing when he was like together. We do it together.
1: I feel like I have to Google this. Um, <laughs> like, ah, there's there's like, so many.
2: There is like legitimate information on this on the internet. It's People it's their thing.
1: It. Oh, there's there's The point video. is. Fans, you'll
0: let us know in the comments why Buzz is a terrible. Or I just called you Buzz.
1: Why Bubs is a terrible blarker. Um, I know that's a compliment because I know how much you love your cat. Yeah. Oh my god, he's such a turd. Such. A, oh my god, he's so lovely. What a, what a dick. Um. So, I mean, no, that's always been their thing. Like, uh, season three when they were drinking that, um, the night night juice from, um, <laughs> from Luna. From Luna, Luna, like together, yeah. um, and before that, their conversation with like the twenty-three second hug together. Um, Clark's like, we have, um, we can do this, but we have to do it together. We ha- like, it's it's like a thing that like has happened so many times in their conversations. Like, I mean,
2: is- you, you can't count every conversation in which the word "together" was used. Oh no,
1: yes, she it's, can. It's I no no no. <laughs> I will.
2: Yeah, I'm talking about like them staring into each other's eyes and being like together.
1: i well how How often does that that happen a lot of times Mm -hmm.
2: no i mean you gave a few examples of that but like if she just used together in a sentence i
1: oh no 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 no. let (laughs) bubs
0: have together as a blark thing let's move (laughs) it along let's move it along this
1: no i will send you a video and you will have to shut your mouth (laughs) because it's like it's this thing that's like continuously repeated um so, anyways, uh, but what I was saying about, like, the juxtaposition of, like, my family versus um, together. Um, I liked the
0: my family line, by the way. I liked i liked Bob's delivery on that. Um, as much as good. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> I liked it because I was just, like, for the most part, they've been talking about, like, it's a little bit weird in some ways because he's often saying my friends, my friends, my um, friends
1: make sense.
0: <laughs> my friends, I mean, they're yes, friends. No, they're family at this point. Like he, apart from Octavia, like he has known them and lived with them the longest. Um, yeah, so you know, I, I liked, I like that line. I apologize. You know, I, anyways, I I, I'm sorry that Echo <laughs> is his family.
1: Anyways, <laughs> I think that he was trying to get Clark to understand the decision, like, because yeah. he's talking to someone who he does not, this is not the Clark he remembers, you mm-hmm. know? This is this is not the Clark that, like, when all, um, when they're in these positions, you know, they put all the chips on the table and they make a decision based on everything that they're working with, right? So if that's the bull arc that we had right now, Clark would have agreed and gone along with it because that's the kind of thing she's done in the past. You know, remember when she locked Bellamy up in the bunker and left Octavia outside? Because, Mm -hmm. well, A, she assumed that Octavia was going to die anyways. Um, But she thought that she was protecting everybody. She thought that was, like, and she um, was okay losing Bellamy forever if that meant, like, keeping him safe and everyone safe. Um, And so I think that, like, He's trying to talk to that Clark, and that Clark isn't there. And I think that's why he says what he says. Um, And in terms of, like, I think the juxtaposition of what I was talking about is, like, the together, where they, it's like, they have all these moments where they think that they're on the same page. Like, the episode with the worms. Which one was that? 504? 505?
0: 505
1: I think was she 505 yeah that sounds right Um,
0: don't quote me on that 505
1: it's 505 Um, where you know they have that tent conversation and um, they're like well what's your um, head saying and it's like they they think they're on the same page and and the together was them thinking that they're on the same page and then you contrast that with the second conversation they have when Bellamy comes back to talk about um, Maddie and the flame and it's very clear that like they are not on the same page it was really it was rough it was rough so now we can move on to the other part (laughs) Um, i think i said everything i think i think
0: a a big part of of maddie's decision um that that i would like to talk about and this um shaheen i'm not sure if you had a chance to read in in the run sheet but you know none of us are parents Mm -hmm. um there was a lot of backlash on on twitter and stuff about you know uh whether or not Maddie can give consent, she's a child, um, she was manipulated by Bellamy and Gaia, um, you know, the all of these, you know, sort of things sort of swirling around, you know, a lot of stuff having to do with Maddie's agency. And so um, we actually asked Cece, who is a mom of three children, <laughs> um, the eldest not quite as old as Maddie yet, but like getting there for sure. Close, close. Very close, very close. <laughs> um, and so... Bubs has compiled actually a very nice sort of thing from Cece, and I thought that that would be a really good No, she put this in here. Oh, she did. Oh, well. Yeah.
1: Do we just want to read it exactly? I think we should just read it so that we don't misconstrue anything. Um...
0: Do you want to be Cece, Shaheen?
2: Oh, sure. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. So, Maddie's Ascension is the title of the text, (laughs) (laughs) the essay. Um, it is an essay. Subtitle, CC Mama Bear Thoughts. <laughs> so okay. She
1: is a mama bear. She, oh, yeah. She really is.
2: <laughs> As a parent of a daughter close to Maddie's age, I was uncomfortable with the power dynamic in the room. And that power dynamic is there because Bellamy and Indra chose to leverage the situation by leaving Clark lo- locked up under the watch of Indra's guard. They were honest with Maddie about all of the facts, but Clark was not there to argue her side or make the decision with Maddie, who is 12. Did it matter that people who had been built up in Maddie's mind were the ones convincing her? I think so. In the world of the show, we do have 12 year olds like Lexa assuming leadership, but the way that scene played was uncomfortable and I think was supposed to be. Maddie made the decision but there was something coercive about it, mm-hmm. as above, aboard as Bellamy and Gaia tried to be. However, I'm not about to be executed, nor is there about to be a war with biological weapons that might render the last place on Earth uninhabitable. In addition, Octavia planned to suit Maddie up for battle, which means Maddie could be killed or have no place to survive, and her mother. Will be executed if Octavia remains in power. Bellamy, Indra, and Gaia did what they thought was best under the circumstances. They were honest with Maddie and let her make the decision. Perhaps they reasonably feared releasing Clark would blow their cover or she would flee with her. It should be noted that I did not believe for one second that Bellamy, Gaia, and Indra would have forced Maddie to do it if she said she had said no. Mm-hmm. That said, if I were Clark and someone even with the best of intentions, took away my f- free will to make this choice with my child, it's such a betrayal. I don't even know what to say. But even as a parent, I would have made a different choice, or at least discussed the pros and cons more um, than Clark with the facts as she had as she had them because big picture, That is what is best for my child's future even if she has to bear a temporary burden so in sum it was a perfectly crafted moral dilemma hell where i understood where everyone was coming from that put my two favorite characters through an emotional blender
1: clark was (laughs) so much angst oh my god
2: (laughs) clark was all heart not willing to compromise Maddie in any way, even if their micro and all of humanity's survival is at stake. Bellamy is all head, betraying his best friend by violating Clark's free will and coercing a child. It's a flip of their past perspectives as big picture problem solver and emotionally driven character or care, caretaker. Sorry. Uh, contrast this episode to the other side when Clark chained Bellamy when Octavia was locked out or season three when Clark tried to force the chip on Luna or wanted to hunt down Nightblood children. But it's also tragic because it's in in some ways what Maddie's biological parents never wanted for their child, but in other ways it avoided the conclave and she chose it rather than hunted down by scouts. I do think it will be a tech link to Eligius and Eligius Three, via Becca's consciousness. Um, Gaia was praying to her image. It hurt, and I loved the pain.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was great. Yeah, that was yeah. a great, a great CC reading. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you guys, what do you guys think about about sort of? I feel like she has an authoritative perspective on this because <laughs> um, <laughs> she can actually come at it from Clark's perspective a little bit, you know, more. Um mm-hmm. any any thoughts, Shaheen?
2: Yeah, I mean, not being a mom. <laughs> um But
0: you play one on our podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and I mean, Clark isn't Maddie's mom either. Mom, uh, I can She's
1: a foster mother.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I ha- I I'm kind of like half-ass buying it, but I'm also not buying it. Like, I
0: What part? Like, Clark being so upset? Or Cece's argument? Or...
2: No, Clark being upset. Or, like, Clark's love of Maddie is... I mean, I guess it's on on par with, like, the space crew. Dude, how much love. do you
0: love your fucking cat? Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody, like, tried to, like, fuck with Dio, like, wouldn't you just, like, rip them apart?
2: I don't know. I I feel like... Clark has other considerations, right? Like, it's not like... Like, how has this just taken over her mind? Um, a child that she found in the woods and lived with for six years.
1: It's a child.
2: <clears throat> versus versus all these other people who she has much more connection with, much more of a history with. She doesn't, um, though. And, and they are all that's left of humanity, and she's back in a new situation now. You could argue when she was she and Maddie were the only people on earth, maybe that was a different situation. But now that she's around the old people again, well, I just I don't know.
1: It- I call bullshit on space crew, but like when it comes to like when it comes to like a child who has been in your care for six years, like I think a very natural bond happens. Where you are the sole caregiver for this child. Like, this ch- this child depends on you. Like, think about your cat and how, like, tied to the cat you are already. And you just got her. Right? Like, he didn't even answer the question.
0: of Because I know, I know that Shaheen would, like, fucking rip the arms off. Like, somebody who,
2: like, <laughs> fucked with I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just, like, a heartless person.
0: You text me pictures of your fucking cat all the time. Yeah, like yeah, Let's true. be real. Moving along with not accepting Shaheen's bullshit answer for things.
1: Yeah, no, I completely understand. It's like she's, this is the first time she's been in this position. And, like, I think we're supposed to, like, understand because we saw Bellamy go through this and have to overcome the single-mindedness of being yeah, a Yeah, she's never
0: figure. experienced this before. I like, guess I just
2: don't understand family. <laughs> no, I'm fully with you, Shaheen.
0: I'm fully with you on this. Like, i not sure what I would do if I found an urchin child, but, like, I know that about myself. I think that I am suspending disbelief in oh my, my own...
1: Huh? I know that you would, like, come to like the child if you, like, accidentally <sighs> collected one. <laughs> you think that. You think that. Collected But...
2: But But I I mean, I I think about your little neighbor kid.
1: You love that little neighbor kid. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable (laughs) when he comes by.
0: Like I, it gives me such
1: anxiety. But if everyone in in the universe disappeared, but him, would you feel that you had to like protect him and take care of him? Oh
0: God. I would kind of just hope that he would also be really antisocial, and we would just kind of like we would be like two cats who like would see each other like across the driveway. But have to feed him and
1: make sure he has everything he needs, and like keep him from like. What do you guys have? Rattlesnakes?
0: I don't know. Water I'd I'd already be dead as soon as the apocalypse happened. I'd be dead. (laughs) Um, You're avoiding the question.
1: Now you can't call Shaheen out on it.
0: no because I've told you that my what would happen and you're like no no but you'll love them and I'm like I don't know um well, that's not but no what like you're I, to Shaheen <laughs> I get what you're saying Shaheen like absolutely for my own I totally feel what you're feeling um I accept the suspension of disbelief that other like I, I accept that other people possibly probably mm-hmm. don't feel the same way that I do
2: yeah yeah I have this problem with a lot of uh stories where like family motivations, right? Uh, I'm like, why though? Characters, yeah, <laughs> especially if like the the person is a jerk, like on Better Call Saul, he's like, but he's my brother. I'm like, who cares? The guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah, it I doesn't think, matter.
0: Which is why I a, Space Crew makes sense to me because they are chosen family who have been together. They didn't for six choose years. each other. God
1: damn it, Bubs! How did they <laughs> choose each other? They ended up on a space like.
0: That was no, not I mean, the
1: plan until it was the plan. Like they did not choose family each other
0: in the sense that like some of them had chosen each other beforehand, and like now, yes, sorry, Monty they are and family.
1: Harper, Emery and um, but, Murphy, yes, no, but Murphy and, and Bellamy like had a you know a they relationship. didn't choose, no, 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 <laughs> they did not choose to be stuck in a tin can together. That just happened.
0: It just happened, but, you know, friendships grow. Like, damn. Um, I'm just saying that's the one that I would understand more than finding an urchin child and...
2: I mean, the thing is when we say that the uh, space crew is a family now, we're using it metaphorically, obviously, right? So, like, they're not a family, but we're saying a- they feel like towards years, each other.
1: They might, like, call each other on the phone once in a while.
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> so, like, they... What we're saying is that they feel towards each other the way that family members would feel towards each other. Ah. And since I don't understand that second one, <laughs> um, um, I just think the only thing that exists is friendship, and family is just forced friendship. I love so my family. Why would like so? I I would never be motivated to save my brother or my sister just because they're my brother or my sister. Do you have I'm bad brothers to... and sisters? I have one brother who's a horrible person and I have zero feelings and I would never save the guy. Um, <laughs> I would rather he disappear from the face well, of the Well, maybe
1: that's earth. different. Well, I guess...
2: <laughs> I would never save them just because they're my family. I save them because I, I lo- they're my friends. I like them. They're good well, people.
1: Well, what about, what about if you were tasked with being your brother's care taker at a very young age and like he was always your responsibility and you guys actually had not a bad relationship and then you got to the ground and like all this shit happened but you still really cared about them and then you got separated and then finally six years later you see them again but suddenly like they're this other person like you I think that you would still try your best to save them even if from themselves um yeah because I you have I guess I've never on.
2: experienced that what you described. I like, think that because to, you like, had
1: a shitty brother, but like not everyone has <laughs> a no, shitty brother. No, the, the experience like you have great of like brothers. I have a great brother. No, like, I have he he a flawed, great brother yes, too. But...
2: Um, I have two brothers, and one of them is, is a great guy. No, mm. I, I was does, saying I does, have an. Experience. Does great
0: guy brother also dislike evil brother?
2: Um. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so evil brother um, is just universally a shitbag.
2: Yeah. Okay. No, his objective, like it's not about like. Um, he's a bad. Person. Anything between us? No, he's just like yeah. Um, but I get what I was saying is I've never experienced like being charged with someone's survival for a period of, for a long period of time. I guess like, we could argue my cat. Um, <laughs> You're goddamn right. We will. <laughs> so maybe I mean, maybe we'll see it in a few years how I feel about that. But um. <laughs>
1: I think Like bit, I've think never about had all the human, moments.
2: So.
1: Think about all the moments, like, when you teach them something, and you see them, like, react to that. Like, you get to see them, like, have a grape for the first time. You get to see them, like, draw on paper for the first time. And, oh, I was like, like, I wasn't sure if we were talking about, like,
0: pets, because I was like, cats don't oh. eat grapes, bubs. But. <laughs> no,
1: I mean, like, little kids. I think that, you know, when you're growing up and, like, um, well, Maybe you guys didn't have Christmas, I guess. (laughs) 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 A Jewish
2: and a Muslim.
1: Yeah. Well, so there's um, Hanukkah. Is there like a Muslim Christmas?
2: Mm, No. Like a holiday around that time? No.
1: Okay. Well, um, would you guys have tooth fairies? No. Anything, anything equivalent, anything. <laughs> Did like anything good ever happen just to being you a in kid? childhood? Change.
0: <laughs> this is explaining a lot on a global. Did you ever find all the otters in the in the highlights magazine
1: at the pediatrician? Did that ever and happen? And if some kid before you circled it in pen, fuck them.
0: Uh-huh. That kid was an asshole.
1: That kid was an asshole. You know his name was Tyler. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. You're so right. <laughs>
0: Uh, sorry, I realized we've gotten a little bit off track. Um, let's. Talk but no, about the ma- whole point
1: was, sorry, that it was just <laughs> that, like there's, um, Maddie, there's so much that you relive as a parent, and this is just like from like my observation. Obviously, I all I have is bonsai. and he does not believe in Santa Claus. If you could believe it, um, <laughs> but like there's a lot that you get to relive, and you get to see like the childlike amazement of it, and I think that that's something that like really invests you in that little person. Um, Mm -hmm. it makes you protective of them and like because there's so much purity and like um, experiencing a world anew Um, and I think that that's what Clark is protecting Um, anyways I kind of almost feel like what we're seeing like
0: obviously is as as per Cece's argument was that Clark has swung too far in one direction and Bellamy has swung too far in one direction and I think what we're going to start kind of seeing is if this isn't the complete sort of um pinnacle of their pendulum swing um that not not a pendulum in the sense that they're going to like go back and self-correct entirely but like sort of as a way they have to
1: recalibrate
0: yeah like as a sort of a way to reach the middle like if this is like the highest and the opposite of who they are um that they'll go um you know i i think that this was probably a pretty good uh sort of example of that because it was sort of... It, it gave them... It was sort of a perfectly contrived little sort mm-hmm. of terrible nugget um, that ended in a slap, which was...
1: It was so sexy. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: um,
2: you, so I love they games. said that... Um, Maddie said that if you do this, Clark will never forgive you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How long do we think it's going to take for Clark to forgive Bellamy?
1: Well, historically... Not very long to forgive anybody. Right um, on this show where like somebody stays <laughs> mad for like a minute and you're like, fine, I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> um like so I think that you also have to like remember that like immediately afterwards she like leaves Bellamy behind. Um which was like way harsh. Way harsh, Ty. Um but like also you understand, like I I can see She's, like, enraged. She has all this adrenaline pumping. um, And her single-minded focus is to get Maddie out of there. Um, And that's what she does. And, like, um, I think that she still held back um, when you think about when she went to Octavia, knowing that if she killed Octavia, basically her problems would be solved. Um, At least for, like, the immediate. um, Because Maddie would ascend, Um, and then eventually she could take the flame out of Maddie, I guess. Yeah, Um, it's, yeah. And so, um, but, and and we've seen her, um, we've seen her dispatch several people, um, without, like, a single thought or, um, hesitation. And, um, with Octavia, she walks in and she doesn't do it. Right? Where I'm just kind of like... I think that she was still um, the fact that she did that. I think also means that like she is going to forgive Bellamy because, as mad as she was, she still couldn't kill his sister because uh, she doesn't really have that deep of ties to Octavia. Um, I, she doesn't want to do it, obviously. Yeah. Um, regardless of Bellamy, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to kill anybody. But like, she talk about will... things that Bellamy wouldn't forgive. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so I think that. Um, I think that that could be taken as a signifier that she is as angry as she is, and she's gonna need like some like I'm not saying like grand gesture, like it doesn't have to be like a romantic thing, but like Bellamy saving Maddie again or something like yeah, you know something like that. Um, it's all is not lost because she could not kill Octavia. She, um, there is still like a, a tiny like crack open of that door um at least that's how i feel about it slash interpreted it
2: so you think um clark not killing octavia was in part because of bellamy
1: i think that you can see it that way i also
0: don't like it's been a while since clark has like killed someone that she knew like i feel like she kills her fair share of red shirts um (laughs) You know, but it's not like she's gonna, she would have to, like, regardless of whether or not it was even Bellamy. Like, let's mm-hmm. say let's say for funsies it was Echo. How's that, bubs? Um, <laughs> I still think it would be, like, she knows her too well.
2: Echo? When was the last time Clark killed She someone? knows her
0: for, like, two seconds. <laughs> two seconds, but, like, she knows who she is. You know what I mean? Like, it's not an anonymous he... person. Uh... I feel like Clark has been good at
1: killing people anonymously. hmm Maybe. I mean, she's so like, I mean, she, the she last just, time she was she um, for the greater good has let Octavia stay in danger. Sure. For se- several times.
0: But, you know, as the trolley problem and, you know, whatever other horrible scenarios Shaheen posits, you know, it's very <laughs> different to let someone die than it is to, you know, shoot them between the eyes.
1: Sure, um, but she did, she shot through Lincoln to kill that sniper, and Lincoln could have died from that wound. Um. What else? I'm trying to think. Like, I think it's an interesting um Like, argument. we all talk about, like,
0: Clark being a cold bitch, and I would say, like, she is in the like sense she, of, like, she will just kill someone, but only mm-hmm. if they're a red shirt.
1: Like.
2: When was the last time Clark killed someone that she knew?
1: That's um, what we're trying to think about. I mean, well, I guess she was going to kill Amori, the but then she didn't. Yeah. Um.
2: Sorry, what was that, Pops?
1: She was going to kill Amori, but then she didn't. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that is like that's still Wait, a good. Wait, when or, was like, that? In that season. was in oh, the
2: in the lab. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. yeah. I guess like yeah.
0: Um. So Maddie takes the chip. She doesn't recite the flame. Whole thing,
2: which... Well, they didn't give her any time. I know, right?
0: Like, I mean, yes, well, yes. She didn't... Recent, she knew
2: stuff. I like, just appreciated
0: that the, that Octavia was like, see, she didn't do the thing. Like, this is once again, yeah. like, Octavia's selling people
1: a whole lot of bullshit. Um, Referencing on the case of Antari versus the <laughs> ambassadors.
2: <laughs> right? I like, though, that she said that because, like, she gave a legitimate reason. She's like, well... Um, she's
0: not an official commander, and it's like,
2: well, yeah. I, that's it's kind of a pretty words. shitty technicality. The interesting
1: thing is that she needed a reason, despite supposedly being, yeah, um, universally followed. So not all is right in paradise.
0: No, no, she. I mean, Octavia is a smart bullshitter, sort of. Well, sometimes. she's not
2: universally followed apparently because there's a good portion of them who want to, but Mad- she had to. She calm. had to
0: make Maddie seem. Um, like, they wanted
1: her when fake. they thought Octavia was dying.
0: Well, they wanted her then, and but she has also then poisoned the the commander well by saying, "See, it didn't even fucking work." This was a this was a, this was somebody who could have been a commander, and she's she's nothing. She's not not a commander. So now all you have is me.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
2: I noticed that when uh, when they were chanting "Gunblood um not every one crew was doing that. Some people weren't. So who,
3: who
0: weren't?
2: There were a good number of people who weren't chanting. Did they
0: look salty about it? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, then things are not great for Octavia. Um. um
2: but but I was also wondering, like, that takes balls. <laughs> yeah. Like I would have. I wouldn't be surprised if Octavia just swore everyone who wasn't chanting. <laughs> but anyway.
0: I mean, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't put it past her. Um. <laughs> I feel bad not talking more about Indra just because how amazing she was in this episode. Um, yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. Indra is such a great actor. Fuck I mean, obviously, yeah, Adi- so Adina Porter is obviously a great actress. But I mean, Indra, the Indra the character is also a great actor. Because like she like she had the whole thing going, like her poker face mm-hmm. and then with her lying And then, and then when fucking they t- Jackson. Maybe. And then when they told them that that when Jackson said that Octavia may not survive, and it's like, of course she knows that already, um, but then she she like had a sad face. She put on a sad face. It's very believable. Yeah, but she is and then,
1: sad. She is sad.
2: Well, but it's not news to her. Like she already knew that, but she made it look like it was news to her.
0: Surprise, um, sad, as opposed to acceptance, sad. Well, yeah, or like just, when like, she was about- like what
2: sorry when she was like that's enough Nyla." it's it's his sister and i was like man that's good acting like (laughs) that's pretty good and then like when octavia woke up and the way indra said i'm here she suddenly went back to that um like respectful um second in command who's like um she like nodded and she had like took a very like um I don't know, like, respectful posture towards her. So, all of that was just like, she was acting the whole time. Um, she's amazing. Go ahead. She's
1: she, the best.
0: Yeah. She's just been, I've just loved Andrew as a whole character in this, like, the end. That's all I have. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just trying to, like, being mindful no, of she, she
1: kept her head, um, despite all the cultiness of what was going on. For her, um, she's, a, as she's a double agent. Like, she has been this whole time. But, like, I don't even see it as a double agent. I think that, so I think one of the themes that we're seeing, I hope I'm using that correctly because I, yeah, anyways. But um, one of the themes we're seeing is, like, the the tension between, like, the parental slash child Mm -hmm. figures. And so we see that with Indra in Octavia. And I think a lot of, like, Indra betraying her is because she cares about her. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's, she's... Oh, yeah, for sure. She, and it she, breaks like, her voices. heart. It breaks her I heart. I mean, she
2: said, she said as much. She exactly. said, like... So it's yeah. not like,
1: that's why when you say acting, I, I don't think that she's necessarily acting. I think, like, in that moment, she, she's bringing it forward, but she's bringing, like, real feelings forward because all of this pains her. And, and she mm-hmm. feels complicit in the fact that this happened. And she says that to Octavia, and Octavia kind of, like, you know, she... It's kind of like when the child like says that back to the, like you made me like this, you like fucked me up. <laughs> um, this is your fault. Yeah, exactly. Like I think that she's Octavia is kind of like reeling, um, and um, Indra responds to that because she she feels it as well, and so um, I think a lot of like what Bellamy and, and Indra um, are doing is because because they love Octavia. And they're just like not sure what to do at this point. Um, yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, agreed.
0: Agreed. Um, so being mindful of time, um, I was going to try to start to wrap this up. Uh, I definitely want to talk about the chip. But if there was anything you guys wanted to discuss before then.
2: Um, um, i thought the the I, indra's line when she said my faith is not as pure as yours i was like that's a nice way of saying i don't believe in that crap
0: <laughs> indra's very diplomatic
2: <laughs> yeah uh, it's like, i don't believe in that shit and i'm like that probably wouldn't have worked not that's as a much that's a much nicer way
0: <laughs> it's like the opposite of of a backhanded compliment it's like something that like like puts yourself down or like explain something not good about yourself in compliment to someone else. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're the pure one. Um, I think the only thing I have left to say um, was kind of like the parallel of the Blake siblings is at the end of season four, you know, both of them had lost like their person. And um, for Bellamy, he took in like his last conversation with Clark and he took that to heart and like it's directed so much of who he is now mm-hmm. and versus you have Octavia who she went into the bunker with all um, the good intentions of <laughs> Lincoln it, and that's like what one, one crew was and it's interesting to see like how they took the words of this person they very much respected and cared about and it's interesting that they've interpreted it so differently so yeah yeah I feel I know, I like Bellamy's
0: interpretation was a little bit more true to original sh- intent.
1: Sure, sure. But like um, he was in a he was in a like I said a tuna can boring vacation, and Octavia was not. So I don't think it's yeah. not like um it's not a double blind study.
0: It is not. It is not a
1: <laughs> double blind study on the hundred.
0: <laughs> um, speaking of people who might want to be doubly blinded, at least mentally, <laughs> um, Maddie took the chip and apparently channeled lexa which was a nice little moment though some people are very angry that the chip is still in play um a I lot think CC, of people are yeah I think surprised. I think, I think wait
2: why people... is that because it's dis- disrespectful to lexa
0: no I'm not sure I think they just want it like done I don't
1: well there's a there's a very wide very wide reasonings that I've seen okay. like so on one end of it it's like um stop trying to bring us back in we don't care we hate the show stop. On the other side, it's um, stop bringing back this tired storyline, that's just baggage from a season that didn't go well. Um, and so, but I feel yeah. like CC is not
0: uh, far fetched in suggesting that it like should and will come into exactly. play with the
1: three, which is why I don't have a problem with it no. at all. I think like I and think I don't Maddie think...
0: needs to turn on the safe search.
1: Well, but no, I, Maddie um, does not have, like, a free range to this thing. She that, better fucking that not. No, I don't think that's how it No, I don't think that's how it works at all. Because even, like, um, Lexa said in season three that, like, sometimes they kind of, like, talk to her in her sleep.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I it, They come it, to you when you need it in exactly. your time of need. Exactly. It, 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 like, it's, like, if it has information that's useful in that moment, it's going to provide you with that information. So it's like having Google search on. Is, it, it doesn't. It's not, like... Um, the whole Facebook just got downloaded and she's seeing all, like, every... I do not think she's seeing Alexa It's when you say, hey, Google,
0: what's this guard's name? And then it's either, this is the guard's name, or I'm sorry, I can't help with that. Yeah. Um, Play Despacito. (laughs) Um, That was (laughs) Alexa. I I apologize.
2: I find it interesting that... um, We don't have to go into this. I find it interesting that um, we think of a person who took the flame... As still being the same person, but with Ali's chip, um, even before there was any coercion, it's people say it's not the same person anymore. And the argument there was because their memories has changed. Their memories have changed, but um, the um, the flame also changes your memories and brain. And I stuff. think it's so about does that mean control. it's not the same person?
1: It's I think it's control. You could take the flame out. No, if no. Well, it to.
2: we even before there was any control, any uh, like coercion. I don't know. They Alan. got real
0: fucking creepy and like stepferty as soon as they took the chip. Yeah. Well, like they got weird. The
2: commanders are also creepy. <laughs> like Maddie got creepy after she opened her eyes. She got all like
0: yeah, but she's like adjusting creepy. I don't think that she's going to be like children
2: of the corn movement. from here on out.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be fun though. What if she is different? That'd
1: be fun, I, I think a lot of it is like oh that would oh that would be fun though right? Uh, but but I think it's like possessed Maddie. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Just like Clark waking up in the middle of the night, and Maddie's just standing over her like Red Rum.
0: <laughs> there were some creepy commanders back in the day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you
0: were. We were talking about something. Uh,
1: um, I was talking. I don't remember. What I was talking about. Are you talking, Shaheen?
2: The flame. The uh, flame versus the chip. Oh,
1: oh, right, right, right. Um, to me, the way that the the chip was presented, um, this it's just people went again against their own self-interest on the chip um i guess you could well i guess you could argue that they were happier in the chip and is that against their own self-interest um but i think there's something that's hard for us to tr- like m- come to terms with in terms of like you are signing over your free will and your um
2: but before that, before when before your
1: goals basically Jaha
2: came up with the whole uh, thing, with like um, going around free will. There was no coercion, right? Like when well, Raven there was first also not took enough the
1: information. chip, there it was not complete uh-huh. information. There was a lot sure. of like misleading, and you could say, like, "Well, right. is that coercion?" I think that it is in a different way. Um, sure,
2: but they still had their autonomy when they took the chip. They had their free will.
1: Sure, but the same and the reason I people said it, it's
2: not the same person anymore was because the only reason was because their memories had changed.
1: No, well, their memories had changed, but also the things their goals changed, um, their allegiances Did changed. They? Um, the a, a larger being was using their their memories, um, against people that they cared about. Um, uh-huh. and so it was. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's the same. Mm-hmm.
0: We good? All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, I guess we are excited to see when the Chekhov's chip um, will come into play. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll get a little bit of backup business. Um, do you guys have any other thoughts on the episode uh, before we do some well
3: Um
0: Or do we have
2: any well-actuallys?
0: I think I had one. I have one. Who wants to
1: go first? You guys should fight to the death for it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you go first, folks.
1: That was easy. Yes. Um, so, oh, this was my, I just like was thinking. So the guy that uh, Maddie addresses, Joram, um, and how she says he served in Lex's guard um, and he was from Sangeta crew. I was thinking like, well, if, if people in the guard for um, the commander... We're from all the different cr- crews, which makes sense. um Why did everyone who Bellamy killed? Why were they all supposedly from Tree Crew? Well,
2: I, I think... thought that was because it was Indra's battalion, an Indra. But like, well, then
1: crew. why? If it if it's a joint army, but if or it's the her, coalition, if, it, if
0: it's her personal, like if it's her guard. I but would guess think, like, that, like, they get, like, sent to live in Polis, but they're not, like... But each clan still maintains their own sort of, like, army, and Andrews was just closest.
1: But if you think about it, like, you'd think that, like... You'd want to integrate uh, your troops? Well, yeah, that, like, no, yes. But, like, what I'm, Like the guard, your, the like, the commander's guard, you'd think, like, would be from their crew. So that there's no, like, question about allegiances. And all the like the external armies and stuff would be more mixed to, you know, um, promote, unity, um, uh. unity et cetera, blah, 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 blah. Um,
2: I'm not sure that they actually had like a real army. I think what Joe said is probably true. Like they, each, each clan has its own militia and then they all join to go to f- war for, for the commander. So it's kind of like when with the way America was when the Second Amendment was written, um, mm-hmm. because that's what that's what the Second Amendment is for. Is but because then, wouldn't,
1: wouldn't it still be like different armies would go fill in the ranks, so that you're not sending putting all your eggs in one basket, basically? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't know. That I I did notice taking notice of that in season three that they were all tree group. but yeah i, don't know. So I thought it was actually. just because it's just indra's <laughs> it's just indra's uh unit or whatever and yeah so hmm. so my will actually yes. was um and i don't know if, how good this will actually is but like at this point killing abby doesn't kill the cure the the cure seems simple enough i feel like my 10 year old nephew would could do it at this point but who you just knows have to that? like hover the machine over the spots and that's it <laughs>
0: I mean, it wasn't in theory, <laughs> yes, it would be good to maybe show somebody else. Like, just just because you never know when someone's going to die on the show, it'd probably be a good idea to, like...
2: It, everyone was looking when Abby was doing it. Like, Dioza like, yeah, can do it now. Yeah, but maybe it was, like, the Anyone Contra. Can do it.
0: Like, it, there's, like, a button p- press sequence you have to do, and, like, it's if really elaborate. If you do
2: elaborate. too much,
1: you die. Like...
2: <laughs> yes. Okay, maybe.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, no. It, it looks simple enough. But I, I think it's, like... For me, I guess I could have canon that it's just, you kind she's, of see the doctor as like just a... just that good at it. Well, well, you like see a doctor as, um, uh, you trust doctors. What, aren't they one of the most trusted professions? So you kind of like... First mistake. Second guess your ability to do whatever they're doing.
2: hmm I, um... Uh... I mean, I get that you want to have a doctor, but they they said several times that, like, we need her for the cure, and that was kind of... Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I get your point. Womp wop.
0: I don't have a mm. will, actually. I did a bad job. <laughs> um, other
1: thoughts? Uh, Bubs. I have many
2: other thoughts, but they're not related to the show.
1: I already said my other thoughts, which was the McDonald's hamburger was really good.
0: Okay. Um... Wait. Was that, wasn't that in the break?
2: Was it? I don't think that's... Oh, do you want to sell, sell people on this McDonald's recorded.
0: hamburger, Bubs? <laughs> nah, I'm good. Did
2: we record that part?
0: Yeah, it I was recorded, so. I think. I don't know. You'll find okay. out, Shaheen. You'll find right. out later. <laughs> um, do you want to share any of your other thoughts not related to The 100?
2: Uh No. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> um, TV shows to recommend?
2: So I watched the... Um, most recent season of the walking dead uh season eight i think i skipped like two seasons um (laughs) i think (laughs) i watched five i watched parts of six and i was like this is a waste of time and then i was uh, you know a couple weeks ago i was like well let's see what the show is like now and so i started watching season eight And I would say it's watchable again. Um, (laughs) I would
0: disagree, but I also don't have a say in it in in my house.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you watch season eight. You don't like I've
0: I've like sort of come in and out of it. Like I I have, like occasionally I'm there for the whole episode and sometimes I'm there for like, like she's like girlfriend will be watching it and I'll be like cooking or something. And so it's like, I'm kind of half paying attention to it, but like I can't with that fucking show.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like they the the way the season was structured, with, like the whole thing happened within a few days, um, but there was still enough material to go with, um, and they you know they really fleshed out a lot of the characters. They tried to give Negan some layers. Um, it's it didn't really work because like <laughs> it's too late. Like this this character is gone too far for you to I mean probably, to be like, fair your your
0: TV recommendation is The wa- the Walking Dead is back to being watchable like you yeah. didn't say it was good
2: <laughs> yeah that's my lukewarm endorsement alright bubs
1: <laughs> oh um I finally caught up on Cloak and Dagger and i heard good things I thought it was really good um I think so I know that a lot of people um are kind of like superheroed out
0: but it's worth um, it um
1: well it, I think it's kind of like in um Well no Runaways was more centered on their power. Um but I think that it it has more of a feel like Runaways like it's more it's not like flashy fight scenes. Like there's very little fight scenes. Um it's more about the story of these two characters. Okay. And um it's really good. All I think right. it's really good. Yeah. Um,
0: I would recommend to people, if you have not watched glow on Netflix to definitely watch that it is season two is better than season one. And I love season one and it's just, it just feels nice to watch something nice though. There are some (laughs) not so nice things this season. Like it's, you know, it's, there's definitely some hard moments, some moments I didn't, I didn't enjoy as much, but overall, like it's, uh,
1: it's Good angst, bad angst?
0: Uh, good angst and, like, some <laughs> bad angst as well. Like, there were just a few, like, they they did a thing that, like, I'm glad that, they ha- that it resolved the way that it did, at least for now, but I did not want that thing to happen even a little bit to begin was with. Was it straight nonsense? It was straight nonsense, but, like, you know me. <laughs> I, like, put up with, like, 98% of straight nonsense. Like, this was some straight nonsense that I just did not want because... Whatever. Anyway, I it's a good show. I, said
1: that. I will give you seventy-five percent. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Wait, did you watch any of my like gay suggestions? I feel what? like I gave some last time or the time before.
0: No, I probably didn't because I'm a bad person. Oh, I, um, I I forget what we talk about on this podcast immediately <laughs> after after I hit stop. I wiped I this from that, my brain. What
1: was it called? The Blockers. Blockers. The movie was cute.
0: Oh, yeah, you did give me some recommendations. Yeah, no, like, I haven't I'm been so watching anything lately. I think we're trying to, like, get caught up on 12 Monkeys, which has no gay shit either, which
1: <laughs> their
0: lucky time travel is so cool because otherwise it'd be super upset. <laughs> time travel and Jennifer. Um,
1: anyway. <laughs> Does she uh, dance? Oh, she wait, was... no, that's the other one. That's what I'm
0: oh, God, Center Stage, such a good movie.
1: Okay, anyway,
0: so um, I actually won't be here next week, so hopefully you guys will not burn the podcast down with CC. Um, or do, because I could use a break. And, um, yeah, anything else? Uh, no, That's it. No? All right, cool. Um, see you guys. I will see you guys in two weeks. These guys
3: will see you in a week. Uh, maybe
2: geek right. again. Take it easy, guys.
0: Bye.
3: Bye.